Welcome to the Giant Dwarf Podcast, a podcast about Kings of War and a lot of other stuff, with Fred and Nido. Hello everybody and welcome to the Giant Dwarf Podcast. I am Fred and... I am Vido. Vido is also here. Yeah. We have actually just uh, played a Dead Zone match in my house. On your beautiful uh, table or battlefield table? Yeah. Uh, not sure what to call it. My personal Dead Zone, perhaps. Uh, and uh, we might as well talk about it right away. Uh, V-Dog smashed me. He played the, the Forge Fathers, or the OP Fathers, as I call them now. Uh, and I played the Marauders, and uh, yeah, any impressions of... Uh, have you played any of these factions before, Vidog? Uh, no, I was thinking of this. Have we played before? Did you play mm. once? We might have played once, a long time ago. I think I have played Vermin two times, maybe. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, and then I played one, one time against Forge Fathers, yeah. and one time against Lars. I don't think I played any... Yeah, something like that. But this must have been very different from Vermin for you. Yes, they were much stronger. <laughs> your armor, I mean, so yeah. many shots were saved by your armor one. Yeah. Uh, like every time I shot at you, I felt like I did one damage, but then the armor one would always save you yeah. from taking any damage. So it actually saved a few, couple of my guys from dying mm-hmm. uh, a bit early in the game, yeah. and of course saved them from being wounded yeah it was so uh, that armor one is so effective and um, uh, yeah I just wasted a lot of time shooting like uh, I should have learned my lesson never shoot at forge fathers it's much better to try to run and get into combat especially since I'd actually purchased um, armor piercing one clause on almost all my commandos yeah but I had like maybe two three combats yeah, of which one or two was the big stunt bot, yeah. uh, which, you know, it's not even a commando. Um, but it was fun, I got to use... Um, so so all of these kind of units were new to you, the, the, um, you had the uh, Storm Rage veterans, yeah. and the four plain standard uh, Forge Fathers, and the Huskarl. Yes. But not much variation. It's a no. short, angry dude with uh, rifles. Yeah. Uh, so. Which is why I painted different <laughs> colors on their helmets. Yeah. Because without that, it would have been was, so hard to... It was very helpful. Yeah. And uh, I tried some new things. I, I, I never tried the um, uh, Skyscraper. The guy who, uh, who kind of flew down from, from, the, uh, from the sky uh, and landed on the top of the bridge. Paratrooper. Uh, yeah, paratrooper. He it's, was... it's like made for your board because you can get that elevated position and shoot down. Exactly, so... and he survived for a long time and you were really annoyed with him because he was always just above you looking down and you were like, oh, he's going to get that yeah. plus one for being higher. Uh, you, you shot him off in the end though, but uh, he survived for a long time. I feel like he was the kind of my MVP perhaps. He did some good survivals. Yeah, and I used a lot of shots on him mm-hmm. and the goblin sniper. Mm-hmm. I was so looking forward to getting one shot off, but I didn't. You killed my sniper before he could shoot. <laughs> because he started moving. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, so that was good. But you won um, convincingly. Was it 13 to 5? I think so. Or something? Yeah. So pretty convincing. I think I won all my matches now in uh, Dead Sun. Really? Yeah. And also I won them quite convincingly. <laughs> well, you're a natural gamer, perhaps. <laughs> so you played like four games total or something uh, like that? Uh, three or four, yes. Yeah, cool. Well, if I play... Uh, actually... Uh, I have a pretty bad streak now. I think I played Forge Fathers the last time and I still lost. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. So I played against your brothers the last time with Mervermin and then he played Forge Fathers. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. I think I won. You won even if you play when you played Vermin? Vermin against Forge Fathers, yes. Oh really? Because he started to climb when I had scatter grenade or something. You call it grenade. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and just a normal frag yeah, grenade. They scatter away and fell down again. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, because the, the vermin has that special rule where you can use a best splat uh, dice, I think, to kind of uh, uh, create a grenade with a splat. So even if you don't have a grenade, you can just say, I use a splat and now you get a grenade in your face and... Then you fall off. Maybe, I don't remember. <laughs> I think that's one of the leader's yeah. abilities. Okay, well, uh, that was fun. So we've had a couple of beers, played some Dead Zone. A good, good start. Of it's very game. comfortable. I didn't have to prepare anything. You just show up here and you had the teams ready, the armor list ready with cards. Yeah, exactly. Dice. I tried to make this sort of, uh, kind of an intro pack almost. So two, yeah, the two strike teams are already made, and I have these printouts with cards, kind of thick card with, them, and I tape them so they will, you know, survive even if you spill a bit on them. It's just tape. Yeah, just a lot of tape. <laughs> if this was, if I still had my old job, this would be like laminated yeah. pro shit. But now it's it's just tape and cardboard. I was expecting actually <laughs> gaffa type or something. Oh, like uh, the. Thick, uh, thick grey thing. Or <laughs> <Well>, duct tape. <laughs> yeah, duct. <laughs> then you wouldn't be able to see the, the stats. Okay, cool. So uh, let's try to make a giant dwarf episode while you are here. Wow, it's a good again. combo. Yeah. And do you know that we actually, uh, since we actually released two episodes last month, yeah. it means we're, we're already better than the uh, Lake SWAT comeback because uh, they only made one episode. And then Chris Capster said he needed a break from Kings of War. Yeah, so we yeah, okay. And and that's my favorite podcast, actually. It, too bad for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but, uh, yeah. so I beat my great idol. You beat your idol, yeah. yeah. <laughs> good, good. And uh, also more good news, because it's my summer vacation soon, so now you can jump, pump, up, uh, pump out episode after episode, as long as you're up for it. <laughs> nice. So how soon are we talking? How, when is your vacation starting? Um, one and a half week. Hmm. Yeah, mine is starting right now. Yeah. Um, and it's three weeks from now. Uh, I actually tried to make this sort of symbolic, uh, like, because you know, it, I mean, it's the weekend now, so it's kind of hard to know. Uh, even if you're on on holiday, it's still a weekend. So I I would have had days off right now anyway. Hmm. But you know what I did yesterday, just to mark this symbolic change from normal life to like vacation tequila shot (laughs) (laughs) no uh, to be fair I did buy one of those I was by the shop and I bought one of those small whiskey bottles you You did? yeah because I I realized that's like uh, 
perfect uh, if you want to hide the fact that you're drinking whiskey you can just buy these small things you make yourself one glass mm. it's like five centiliters so it's quite a lot really and then you just throw it in the metal trash or the glass of metal trash and you're like one glass and then no one's the wiser yeah I don't have to have a bottle so the wife can discover it <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> no but that's actually beside the point what uh, did you do I took my socks off <laughs> for the first time this year? <laughs> no, I just started uh, basically walking around without socks. And yeah. that, that marks my vacation mode. So now I walk, walk around in here without socks. And then I walk out on the terrace without socks. And uh, sit in a little, you know, little beach chair. But I never walk around without socks usually. But now I do. Yeah. So that's my vacation mode. Because that's my I just got home from work mode. Really? You yeah. walk around without socks? Usually? Always. And I always, <laughs> the whole family does it actually. Oh. We take off our socks yeah. uh, and we put them on the floor yeah. and, uh, in the living room <laughs> and just, just lie there. Uh, and then, yeah. But what, what kind of hippie society are you living in? Oh, uh, no, I'm not. It's just a. Uh, <laughs> Very comfortable to take off shoes and socks. And yeah, I agree. I now agree with you. No, it's just been this fun thing. So, uh, vacation mode, no socks. That's how I mark. But you, on the other hand, if you already take your socks off, what are you going to do to mark this symbolic change to vacation? Will you start putting them on? I think I'll not, I will not work after I get home. That will be a sort of a vacation. That will be good enough for you. Yeah. yeah. Or will you start uh, having no underwear, perhaps? Yeah. Go commando. That's uh, I already do that too. So what? Well, no, no. Oh, too much info. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I'll, I'll have to think of something. Uh, I realize. Usually that I I'm feel sorry for myself and I buy something. <laughs> like a vacation present? No, I need a new computer or something, something like that. Yeah, okay. I guess uh, when you're as uh, uptight as me, taking your socks off is a big <laughs> thing. But you're too cool for that, I guess. <laughs> no, I think it's a big thing. It's the best thing in the day. <laughs> so I agree completely. Yeah, it's been good. And the weather is nice now. It's starting to get really warm. So it's cool to loaf around and uh, yeah, chill out. So... Um, I'm going to be here in Oslo for one week, and then I'm probably going to go to the cabin, or it's not my cabin, it's Hannes' grandparents' cabin. We'll be there for a couple of weeks. So we'll see. But it's uh, it's nice. The guys at work are really annoyed with me, because they they don't have summer holiday until like, I don't know, four or five weeks. Ah. So, I mean, even if they'll get theirs, but they're like, ah, oh, you know, they're, they're still envious of me, because I get When you get back, they are away. Mm, no, they'll still be there. Okay. <laughs> so then one of them has vacation in August. Oh. And I have it like June. So it's like crazy how. And he's. I don't know. I'm really happy that I don't have to be at the construction site now when it's getting really hot. Because yeah. that really yeah. sucks. Maybe work. it's even hotter in three weeks. It could be. Yeah. yeah. I could. <laughs> Maybe I'm, I'm in for the worst period. We'll see. So uh, let's uh, jump into the local news, Vidor. Uh, local news. Let's start with something just down the street. And this is more, more news from my local store, you know, the spa down the street. Yeah. Because uh, I just uh, saw uh, Tormund Giant's Bane in the cash register 
uh, at that shop the other day. Yes. Now uh, from Game of Thrones. Yes. yes. So I was like, oh my god, Tormund Giants being shops here. That's that's crazy. <laughs> it probably lives here. Yeah, he does apparently. He <laughs> lives up the street. Yeah. That was cool. And people were like, you know, kind of awkward around him. Like, okay, I'm, this guy's famous, uh, oh. but I'll try to be cool since this is my local shop. So no one was like, you know, trying to be too, like, fans. Yeah. Trying to keep a bit like, hey, what's up? Little, little casual tone, right? Um, but I can tell the, the guy sitting in the cash register was really nervous because he was just talking, talking uh, a lot about himself. And the uh, tournament giants came was like, oh yeah, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, <laughs> so I'm getting a new garage? And he's like, oh yeah, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then I'm going to build a new, uh, I don't know. Just... Was that the guy in the register? Yeah, yeah. But why? Did, why? I think he was so nervous that ah. Tormund Giants Bane was there. Uh, so and I think he kind of, I mean, if this is his local shop, you know. couldn't he just shut up to like normal people? <laughs> I know, that's... So I was like, okay, this guy in the cash register is kind of acting like he's the superstar. And mm. uh, Mr. Giant's Bane just had to say like, oh yeah, cool, cool, yeah, okay, mm-hmm, I see. <laughs> Actually, I should say, I, uh, my, um, I didn't know how well I liked him before, but uh, my, uh, should I say, attraction for him fell a little bit mm-hmm. uh, when he was in a program, a Norwegian food program, where oh. he and his... Um, uh, I don't know if his wife or girlfriend mm-hmm. met up with a chef, yeah. uh, which taught them how to uh, prepare uh, food that not many people make. And okay. in this case, it was cheap, cheap meat. Cheap? Cheap meat. Okay. Uh, and uh, that's uh, all very, very well and fine. And it was okay. It's uh, important to eat uh, meat and not stash it away, as we do in Norway, because we only eat lamb. I guess, yeah. yeah. Mm. And we stashed the other meat away. Yeah. Mm. So he was preparing, the chef was making dinner for them to prove that. Mm. And he was also presenting facts okay. to, what's his name? Uh, oh, he, you he, really got me on the yeah. on the spot now. Yeah, just, uh, what's he view? Uh, he view? He view, yeah. That's the last yeah. name. Yeah. Anyway, he was presenting mm. facts about this. And do you know that every year uh, 12 million sheep are uh, slaughtered just to be put in a warehouse? Mm-hmm. And, uh, was, and, and for each of those facts, uh, our hero mm-hmm. was just responding by saying the same sentence again. Okay. And so everything is, you know, 12... 12 million sheep was put away in a warehouse. Oh, but, yeah. but every time the chef said something, it was supposed to be informative. Yeah. And he was pretending to be shocked every time. So, mm. I'm, <laughs> so he was just repeating what the chef said. It was oh, yeah. a very bad TV show because it was felt so strange yeah. to have this person yeah. say things again, just it with a stronger of, voice. It kind, of, <laughs> it kind of sounds like he actually didn't care. But he wanted to react for the TV show. Uh, actually, did sound a little bit about that. Except he's a good actor, so mm-hmm. he just pumped it up. Yeah. So it's yeah. yeah. It's the easy way. It's yeah. like, well, I don't really care about this, but I'll just repeat it back to you with yeah. some more like emphasis, yeah. and you'll be happy because you you'll feel like I, you know, oh really? Yeah. Okay, so but you, okay. but it, it sounded like he cared, so maybe he cared, but then I have different. Yeah, I can. 
To be fair, my only uh, reference to him is Game of Thrones. I've never seen him in a cooking show. So uh... have you seen that uh, TV series where he plays his own twin? No, no. <laughs> it's very it's it's a great concept to start with. Mm-hmm. I I started watching it. I didn't care because it turned out it was a little bit boring. Okay, but the concept is that he, uh, is that he is playing his own well two brothers mm-hmm. twins. One of them has his life going perfect, mm-hmm. and the other one, his life is, is surfing and not taking responsibility. Okay. And then they end up fighting over money because the, the, the surf brother has wasted some things and have no work, no place to live. Yeah. Then they fight, and he actually, I don't know if he, the, and the, the successful brother dies. Okay. And he steps in and takes his place. Ooh. And the successful brother has wife. a family, mm-hmm. a wife, daughter, and mm-hmm. and they live on the same island. Okay. So he tries to take his place and yeah. Like I was speaking like identity theft or just yeah. so like that because oh. he has uh, the police are chasing him or something like that and he mm-hmm. crashes in the water and they think uh, the surf dude yeah they think he's dead okay yeah uh, so he can disappear oh, yeah. and then like it a... takes the and then they accidentally kill the. I don't know. I remember, but the successful brother is dying. Yeah, that too. So he ah. steals his identity. Oh, and the wife crazy. knows about it. Okay, <laughs> because <laughs> there's some issues there too. But uh, then I turned off. I didn't watch it because uh, sounds uh, like it gets kind of uh, in. I don't know. It's a great concept. Yeah, it could be very exciting, but I didn't. I didn't watch more of it. Apparently, I don't watch a lot of TV. Just. HBO, <laughs> because I don't remember if it was on Netflix or not. But uh, could be on any call, just uh, yeah, normal. Well, at least that was pretty cool. Um, so what what else is happening locally? Oh, uh, Vido, you uh, last month you actually did a cabin trip with yeah. uh, Jens, Christian, uh, Thomas, and Björn. So it was Christian. It wasn't you. It was not me. I shouldn't have called him Fred. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, actually, I noticed uh, very early that it was not you, actually. Okay, so yeah, you were uh, able to tell the difference. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, how was that cool? And what games did you play? Do you want to just do a quick... Uh, oh, uh, if you remember? Yeah, uh, if you you know your brother. <laughs> yeah, some... Mm-hmm. I, I knew your brother, and I... Uh, I was thinking he had some special needs. Not like special needs, but special needs for... Knowing in advance what kind of games we've been playing and when. He does like to have, make a schedule. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was just, every, everything's fine. Yeah. I don't care. I had some games. I had one game I was thinking of taking, but mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Just let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I had, uh, I was going to bring uh, Lars's magic cards because I never played magic before. Mm-hmm. So I brought them. The goblin cards. The goblin deck, so you can mm-hmm. play magic. So I brought that one. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I had. Uh, I was just going to play board games. Mm. And for me, that's um, very out of character because I haven't played a lot of board games, actually. No, I mean, we are uh, kind of miniature war gamers in yeah. our core. So yeah. also for us, it's kind of. We uh, much more often play miniature games than I do board games. Yeah. So, uh, so that means you didn't have. Any experience with any of the games you were playing over uh, the weekend? I don't think so. I don't, I don't even know if I remember the games, but mm. there were uh, 
three days, three and two and a half days, mm-hmm. and uh, strong rules for which game being played as a yeah. hardcore during the daytime. We have the focus type yeah. of game yeah. and fun time. Like and after evening. dinner, yeah, after dinner, yeah, and it's in in the- theory, mm-hmm. and it all it did uh, slide a little bit. Okay. But uh, I just showed up and did, did my best in every <laughs> game that was placed before me. That's cool. So you did some Magic the Gathering and you did some um, uh, Cosmic Encounter. Yeah, Cosmic Encounter was the last one, I think. Yeah, and you did some uh, Uncle Scrooge's uh, Amazing Businesses. Yeah, and that is the best game I ever played, actually. Yeah! yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, it's unbelievable good. I know, I know. Of course, we, there were some house rules. Yeah, a couple. But but uh, we actually, I think we simplified the house rules even more because the mm-hmm. older rules are like, oh, if you pull this card, it's D three cards, mm-hmm. and now we just said it's three cards. Okay. So more cards mm-hmm. made for more, even more fun encounters yeah. and uh, stuff, yeah. and it's about investing uh, stock and shares. Yeah, and, and it's fun because we don't really know if this game even exists outside of Scandinavia we, we know it's uh, in Sweden and Denmark uh, but I think it might have been this sort of Scandinavian creation uh, sort of like we'll, we'll make a, it's kind of like Monopoly except it's stocks going up up and down and you mm-hmm. you just have to make like a billion dollars is the kind of the, the goal yes it's uh, it's much worse than uh, Monopoly we were talking about this and Monopoly was made because to show the danger of capitalism yeah and this is even worse because you actually speculate yeah yeah Monopoly is more like oh I buy this property and I earn money yeah Uh, but in uh, in this Uncle Scrooge game you Mm -hmm. actually speculate and lower the share and if you sell share they lose value yeah so if you have lots of shares you actually Mm -hmm. impact the market you can do what's called shorting right you can buy and then sell right away and then you actually make money off it and you can when you start putting all these cards you had a lot of rumors yeah so you can just pull every time a player had a good (laughs) idea to uh, place himself on a good uh place to buy shares yeah you just can put up the rumor oh the gold sank with seven uh, million oh. oh so then yes okay. i can <laughs> i can sell my gold gold or uh, we got this game when we were like uh, i don't know man like 11 years old i think it was a price tag on it like 40 kroner or i think so yeah five bucks <laughs> we bought this game like 25 years ago or we got it from our mom mom and dad i guess and uh it's just something we we played uh, sporadically throughout our teenage years and it's still just hilarious to play and we we played it a lot now. I know Jens is growing a little bit tired of it because he's played a lot. Yeah, he said so too but uh, after we played it, uh, we played it once and mm-hmm. then he said uh, after that, I'm tired of it. I don't want to play it. Okay. And that's a kind of strong, strong opinion from Jens. Yeah. You know, he's uh, not many, he has very rounded guys open for most things and yeah. Fun guy, and then he says, "Oh, I don't want to play it. Mm. It's very strong." But then the rest of us, everyone wanted to play it. That's the one <laughs> game everyone wanted to play as a last game. Yeah. Uh, after we played the other games. Yeah. So did you play it again? Yeah, we did play it two times. Oh. So Jens made some food or something, or did something else. Or? I think he was. I think he played too. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's fun. Uh, I, love, I love that it's still alive. We we talked. I remember last time we, we went to this cabin trip and. 
um, we talked about it in the car home, like, this guy who worked in, like, this <laughs> random book, uh, like, publishing company in Norway or Sweden, I don't know which country was first, but, like, does he know how good this game is that he created? Yeah. You know, because it was made in, like, in 1990. Yeah. He's probably never got any credit for it because no yeah. one else. Yeah. It never went mainstream. Yes, it does everything. <laughs> it's, a, it's like it's like Monopoly mm-hmm. and Triumph and Treachery combined, True. sort of. Yeah. Uh, because you're impacting with cars and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also, it's like if you play Monopoly and you can affect the value of the property. That's yeah. actually a hobby. You can kind of sabotage yeah. the value. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's hilarious. That's a that. genius. And I won both uh, times. Oh, beat off. <laughs> Nice. And then uh, let's see, which other game? Uh, Thomas Riesberg, he brought a couple of games to the... He brought the um, Game of Thrones... Uh, that's very complicated. Game of Thrones game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, and for me, it's also a little bit complicated. We only played once, like okay, a test so, game. I see, yeah. And then Thomas attacked me, and I couldn't do anything. He had what? He attacked me... Uh, oh, yeah. Know. I thought you said he had Yeah, because you. he won the game. He, he entered the game, and then he won. Oh, okay. So, because some of us couldn't, uh, yeah. Uh, I played it once, react. so I know yeah. a little bit of the... Yeah, it was very complicated. I'm sure it's fun if a lot of players have some of the same skill. Mm-hmm. Or, But it's very, when so many new beginners, it's very hard, I think. Because yeah, yeah. people will do mistakes, and then the, one, the guy who mm. knows the rules best will probably... Yeah. Yeah. I was shown it. Uh, I felt like I learned it underway, and I felt like, oh, then I have to do this. That's smart. Mm-hmm. But then that wasn't so smart anymore. As mm. soon as I learned it, it was out the window, yeah. and I had to, oh, oh, no, then I have to do this, yeah. and then I had to do something else because it was. I was always. I felt like it was always too late because I learned something was bad, and then I tried to do it, yeah. and then it was no. It's probably a good game if you can play it several times and kind of learn it and get good at it. Yeah. So, but I had kind of the same experience. I was shown it when I was over at the Masters, and uh, Brintley he showed it to us and crushed us. Mm. So it was kind of the same, like Thomas Ritzberg did with you, I think. Yeah. So yeah, no, but that was cool. Uh, great that you got to do the cabin trip and uh, just two three days of good food and games and uh, yeah. chilling out. So yeah. I'm uh, looking forward to the next one because I really want to join. Yeah. We also played the uh, the. Um, uh, Lord of the Rings Risk. Oh, yeah. Actually, that game, I'm kind of tired of. I probably yeah. wouldn't want to... Well, I would uh, kind of be like, okay, fine. I can play yeah. it, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I think, uh, risk, I'm kind of sick of Risk. <laughs> yes, it was a little bit fun because we did something... What we had to do was when the ring traveled across the board, mm-hmm. one of us had... To, the one whose turn it was has to explain what really happened when the ring got to those locations. Just as a fun thing? Yeah, as a fun fluff that you have to describe what's happening. Oh, okay. And what's, what most of us did wrong, of course, was that we relied on the movie. Okay. And then Thomas was quick to point out that it was nothing like the movie. <laughs> this happened there and that. So, <laughs> so that was fun to hear his name described it also when we, when we don't give a shit about it and mm-hmm. just... Uh, Told about stuff in the movie <laughs> and small things, small crazy things. Oh, okay. And so that was a fun uh, interaction, just following the ring and telling yeah. stories. And uh, some of the stories were not made for a podcast. I see. 
Uh, and, but that's probably good that you had the ring because I played the... Yes, because there's a problem with... I'm sorry I'm interrupting. There's a that's problem fine. with when drunk guys sick of playing games a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, boys, men staying together in the same place. And they started talking about the ring and Vance. Vance. And, and it's that ring, you know, the ring of darkness. So it, you mean it gets pervy after a while? Yeah, it was. Yeah, oh, yeah. Not good. <laughs> oh okay I was, I was actually trying to say something like proper about the game <laughs> that I play the game without the ring moving yeah. and then you don't ha- you don't have the countdown yeah. which the, the ring so then you can just play for five hours because mm. there's no end yeah. you know yeah. so I like having it as like a countdown because when the ring reaches yeah. Uh, yeah. it's the game's over right yeah and I was shocked to how how early it ended okay yeah I think it's like if you play with the ring moving, it ends a bit quick. But yeah, if you take it out, it's the longest yeah, game. And also, we, speed, we had some. Uh, yeah, we needed uh, to speed up. So we speeded up the ring moving two paces instead of one oh, okay. uh, for most of the game, I think. Really? Okay. So yeah. Then that was only like four turns. <laughs> Felt like. <laughs> nice. And uh, there was a game called Love Letters. I think. Yeah, it was a uh, quick uh, Cthulhu thing. Cthulhu Love Letters. Okay. Is yeah. that some sort of. Sort of like the Batman love letters and all those love letters. Oh, yeah. I actually never played it. But I think you played it on the train last year. When yeah, we to went Ber- to Bergen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to learn. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't play anything when I'm on a moving vehicle. Because I get car sick. Uh-huh. Which is why I never play anything on the train to Bergen. I just drink and stare blankly ahead. Oh, yeah. I, I have podcasted some. That's yeah. right. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, let's see. Why don't we go into some uh, Kings of Norway paint updates? Are you able to recap a little about the uh, May the mayhem? Didn't we do that last time, or huh? we recapped April last time, which was the yeah, that's right, the um, single model one, right? Yeah, so now we have the Mantic Mayhem paint Mantic models. Uh, yeah, and uh, I think I gave points for every system. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that yeah. was also again. Uh, not a very good idea, maybe because some <laughs> um, some that was also exploited. Okay, a little bit, but yeah. uh, it's okay. Not as much as last time. And, uh, I at least um, delivered my zombie regiment and the spearmen skeletons, yeah. and also I was allowed to deliver my uh, marauders for dead zone. Yeah, and I think you. What do you finished? I think second. second or third place. Yeah, I think. I think actually, if you have delivered, as it said, the same uh, game system like the zombies and the skeletons in one post, yeah, then people might have acknowledged that you painted two regiments this month. Oh yeah, and then you might have gotten the first place. Yeah, okay. See, yeah. because uh, you I delivered not a group picture. Because then they would, it would be one vote instead of uh, like. Uh, no, I think just people more likely would have voted for you if you yeah. delivered more models. Yeah, more interesting. That's right. I actually didn't uh, read the rules well enough, no. so I only realized that after you said it. I was like, yeah. "What? What's he talking about?" And I yeah. pre- and I was like, "Oh yeah, you actually had written that as a rule. Yeah. Like, if you paint more than one." They have to be in one part. I was like, what the fuck? But I, I respect that. And I understand because uh, that's you felt probably as 
uh, the other Kings Award players feel when we attend your tournament. With some because rules. we don't read, uh, read your rules either. Some house rule that yeah. suddenly... So we just, oh, Fred, tell us what to do now. Oh, yeah. Well, for this tournament, uh, you overrun 2d6. <laughs> okay, yeah. But it was cool. And we, you got a fair amount of uh, contributions, I think, for the May Mantic Mayhem. Yeah, I don't remember how many, but yes. And the most important bit... Do you know if I am above Iwin now or not in paint score? It's uh, I don't keep track of the paint score. I just send in the results to Jürgen. So, so Jürgen is the one I should ask? Yeah. Okay, I will. I will. Since, I since I myself haven't delivered anything in several months either, I haven't asked because okay. uh, I don't care. Because <laughs> Iwin was very much gloating about that he was uh, yeah. above me in the current Kings of War Norway paint yeah. score. But you know it won't last. Uh, we should probably re- not. rename it. Oh, no, we should rename it to the I Win Challenge. I can't paint. No, <laughs> I he paint. can paint. No. He can. He just yeah. goes a bit slowly. Yeah. Uh, but okay. uh, we have a new challenge now. Something about summer vibes or something. Yeah, summer, summer, June. Yeah, summer June. Summer uh, theme. Paint something hot or cold it, for it? refreshing. Oh yeah, it can paint something cold too. Okay. Uh, or something nude. Okay, so yeah. it's always so many angles of attack you can choose. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I haven't really. I've pretty much cleared my painting table, so I don't have any projects right now. So I might not be able to contribute to the June challenge. But maybe your Northern Alliance could go in there as a cool. Yeah, I was thinking about it, but uh, I still don't have my vacation, and the month is getting shorter already. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I think it's twenty third. I have a twenty third of June. I start my vacation. Oh, so you yeah, have only like one week to yeah. make so some. We'll so does it have to be a regiment or just? I can paint whatever I want, but uh, I was yeah, but thinking the... about making the bases. Yeah. For the units, so I can then I have to make the, all the bases for all, the whole army. Yeah. In a week, I'm not mm-hmm. sure I can do that. Or mm-hmm. then I have mm-hmm. to start painting models, but I don't. I want to convert them first. Yeah, and that adds to the time of painting. I see. So I just uh, probably paint something completely different. But I don't know what that is. And don't uh, go too fast because do you remember what happens if you plan, for example, a display board, and you do it too fast, and then it ends up ends up not fitting or like oh I should have had more space for units but it's too yeah. late but I'm, I'm happy I'm happy with my display board I don't this will not be a display board that was but, my next question actually yes yeah. but the nice talker army uh, I was you was referring to it's <laughs> it's uh, fine yeah it, it has what it needs mm-hmm. and I have some extra units yeah uh, but I don't have to use them true and the army is good enough I think. And that's the good thing about King's War because uh, I have stand more of a chance uh, playing this army than I would have playing a balanced army in Warhammer. That's true. Even though it's not like the best Night Stalker army, no, it's, it's still good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, I just got nostalgic. Like tournaments, playing actual games. Because I was yeah. like, how long yeah. has it been since yeah, you played a game with a Night Stalker army? <laughs> yeah, should, we should play another game, make another. Um, Podcast? No, I mean uh, Battle Report on YouTube. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was thinking about maybe using my Abyssal Dwarf. We should uh, do that. I could probably uh, try my uh, Twilight King. We should try a big game, 3000 points or something. 
Yeah, we can do that. Because you have lots of units, I think mm-hmm. I have them too. Yeah, that would be cool. And speaking of which, uh, about points limits, um, the Bergen guys are discussing which, how many points to play in the next Reign of Kings. Yes. Uh, which is planned for September. Uh, I think it's 12th and 13th of September. They're planning a Reign of Kings in Bergen. So uh, let's see if it's e- either 1995 or 2300. Um, I mean, 2300 is kind of a standard now. I don't know, it at least seems like it. But uh, a couple of guys have been like actually wishing for 1995 again. Yeah, it's very popular. Uh, many people in Norway like that the most because they mm-hmm. had then you have to you can't have everything as you can in two thousand five hundred. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, when the counter argument, I started more and more. I want bigger games because it's when you play in nineteen ninety five. It's mm-hmm. more like if you lose a game in one end of the board, yeah. just like a battle, like a unit against unit, mm-hmm. then the game seems almost over. Over there, yeah. So uh, two thousand three hundred as for more layers, I think, of people who can get in more, yeah. more connection between the battle groups. Yep, I agree. Uh, so that's the upside. But I'm, I'm okay playing nineteen ninety five too, and especially mm. since we're traveling to Bergen. Yeah, it's uh, we'd be better to bring less molds. Yeah, we, 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 that's true. Uh, but I, I think I also made that argument last time. But last time was twenty three hundred. And we, we were able to travel, but you probably had an extra shoebox or something. With a... <laughs> but isn't that great about the train? That we can actually bring shoeboxes and random shit and just put them on the like the shelf. Yeah, it's perfect. You don't have to worry yeah. about the, like yeah. having a maximum size luggage and all yeah. that stuff. That's and also cool. it's a train and you're with good friends, so it doesn't matter how if it takes four hours or five hours or six hours True. or seven hours. Yeah, seven hours I think to Bergen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it feels like yeah, three hours. Yeah, it's a pretty cool, uh, cool ride, and uh, I mean it looks like we're going to be able to do it. I mean, let's talk a bit more about Reign of Kings. Um, it feels like it's going to be, like it's going to happen, even if I mean, so the Corona thing has been mostly. I mean, it feels like it was almost dead here in Norway, but then it's kind of I don't know. I wouldn't say spiked, but you know it's risen a little bit now because everyone also so we should bring it to Bergen no? that's that's my worry that yeah. we might you know uh, be seen as like those dangerous Oslo guys yeah. maybe we should just out of um, politeness come to Bergen with ma- uh, masks on like yeah. <laughs> you know just to give them the impression that we know we you know there's a small chance that we are infected since we are from Oslo there's a lot of cool, uh, like nin- ninja masks. Yeah, yeah. it could be like our team, you know, uh, image. Yeah, like, uh, like print, uh, the Oslo ninjas, yeah. the Ekebag ninjas. A cool mask with a custom logo on it. Yeah, we'll see. But um, I mean, it's a couple of months still, and I'm just hoping that everything will look all right um, and no big like infection wave will hit uh, that's the only thing that can stop it now i think it's been going the right way i think it's the, but i think it's still going the right way it's just that you know it's kind of slowed the descent slowed down slightly but i'm hoping it will be fine and we can't really sit on the fence we have to book train on tuesday yeah at yeah. least in my opinion because you know, I'm, i've seen how you know the prices rise 
Yeah. If we don't, then it's gonna like double in in cost. Mm. And then a couple of guys will probably be like, ah, oh, it's too expensive, so I won't join. So if you want to make everyone join, then you have to buy the tickets when, like on the first day, because yeah. then you have these like pretty good discounts. So um, I just got my salary. Uh, yeah. So you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, well, that'll be cool. So, and I asked for permission. Okay, That's good. also important. That is important. Yeah. <laughs> you know how important that is. <laughs> yes, I actually haven't asked for permission. Uh, well, I did ask for permission, and then I was told that you shouldn't spend that money because of reasons. But then some people, including you, have said that you're willing to actually chip in a little bit. Uh, so I can tell my wife, well, actually, uh, I won't spend as much money because these guys are helping me with the train yeah. ticket. Yeah. So that will take the edge off uh, her argument. The backside, of course, is that uh, you have to wear a certain outfit if we pay you. <laughs> 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 uh, well, depending on uh, my wife's job situation, then I might be willing to wear <laughs> anything. Yeah. Let's say if she doesn't have a work this I could wear a chicken suit or whatever on that. Yes. I'm not. I'm, chicken I'm, suit, maybe skeleton suit or a hobbit. Maybe? I'm not a fan of pink, so I wouldn't. No I wouldn't be happy if I was no. forced to wear a tutu or something. But I could do anything else. <laughs> I'm not a man enough to rock the pink. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> I know some men are. I, I have a great respect for a man who can wear pink. Yeah. It's just like yeah, you know, he's so confident. In a pink shirt, but uh, it's not me. <laughs> All right. No, so let's hope it will be a good. Uh, and Reign of Kings will probably be the first Norwegian tournament then since Conquest. Hmm. So that would be a what an eight month tournament break in Norway. Wow, crazy. Okay, so the last piece of local news I have is uh, that I have a crazy guy at my workplace. Uh, and you know about this already, you dog. Uh, and I could have saved this for epic moment, but uh, yeah. it's not like any particular epic moment. It's just that it's so weird that um, so this guy suddenly joined, and it's not that he's just there. He joined my team or you know the team that I'm on. So we were a three-person team, and then one Monday we were just told, "Yeah, this guy's joining your team, so you're now a four-man team." So this guy is like paranoid schizophrenic. So he has these delusions that he's being uh, monitored, like uh, in his home, like someone's watching him with like his stealth devices. He's always talking about stealth devices. And he's always worried about gas leaks. So he has this thing where he just suddenly looks at you and, said, and says, do you smell gas? And you're like, no, I, I don't smell gas. And he's like, I smell gas. It's I'm really I'm really sure it's it's a gas leak. We have to get out of here, and he'll just stop working. He he can't work because he's convinced that it's he has to get out because it's like a leak, gas leak. And working with this guy has been so uh, challenging because you you want to be like you know try to oh I think it's fine. I don't smell anything, and you you, you don't want to like be too strict with him, right? Um, and you don't want to. Uh... Make fun of him or just exaggerate. Oh, it's gas! I can smell no, it too. Because you don't know exactly. Because you don't know what. I mean, you don't know how he will react if you push him, right? Because it's like, okay, this guy's a bit weird. Uh, let's not push him. It's like a very natural response. And um, 
No, this guy, and he he showed up on uh, this Monday actually. He showed up wild-eyed. I walked right into him. I, I was coming to work, and I was going to the wardrobe, and he's just standing there in the in the hall. And he he ha I noticed he hasn't put on his um, work clothes. He hasn't changed. He's in his private clothes, and he's like really wild-eyed. He's like, oh, I haven't slept last night. Uh, there's a gas leak in my house. Uh, and someone's been in my home. I, I found this strange pubic hair. It's not mine. Okay. And I'm like, okay, so... Um, <clears throat> and it starts on like about stealth technology and it's being monitored in the essence. So he's afraid to be in his own house now. Uh, and it's like, oh, fuck. So, I'm, so a, guy just, a guy broke into his apartment and left the pubic hair? That's the idea. And the fun thing is, before I puzzled together that it was crazy because we were working together for like uh, I'll say almost a week and he because these things swing I guess you know because he can have a good week and a bad week and on his good week he was just like a kind of strange guy but I, I didn't really catch on to any crazy but the next week we were taking like the we were taking the elevator up on the, on the, on the work site and then he just sort of man I, I need to get an alarm in my home and I'm like, oh yeah, well, why? Why are you afraid of burglary? Or he's, and then he dropped that line. No, there's a strange pubic hair. I found it in my, this morning, and I was like, okay. And then I was like, that's weird. And still, I hadn't really connected dots. Mm -hmm. I mean, well, and I said, maybe you should just change your locks. I think that would be more efficient, because if someone maybe has the key to your house, <clears> like <throat> the, you know, <laughs> you know the old, the, the, maybe your, the previous guy who lived there. I was like, I was, I was, I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, right? Mm. So I was like, okay, maybe a guy who used to live there came by and used the toilet. So I was like, you should change the locks; it's much better. And then he was like, no, I have to get an alarm. I have to get an alarm. And I was like, well, alarm is expensive, but changing a lock with one cylinder, that's much cheaper. But he just locked onto no, I have to get an alarm. And then I was like, oh, okay. And then I started like, okay, this guy is something up. Because he's, he's, not, he's not actually, he's not up for any discussion. He just sort of, he's locked onto this crazy idea. And then, and then he said like, oh, and then I smell gas sometimes. And I had to turn on the fan, like the ventilator to get the gas out. And do you does, know? Does he have gas in his apartment? No. Or not who, a lot of... Uh, who does? No, no one has. No one in Norway. Very, very few, other. right? And I'm like, but you have gas? And he's, and he's like, and I said, well, I think there are like, there, there is a device you can actually buy. It's, I think you, it's like a gas sniffer, like a gas alarm. You can buy it. And he's like, yeah, I have to get that. But he doesn't. He just sort of rolls around in the craziness. So, yeah. It's been At least you know what to get him from Christmas. A gas alarm? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's been really weird. Um, he's, uh, but he hasn't been there for a week. I think he just had a really bad period. And um, everyone knows about it. But uh, I didn't know it. So then I... I, when he was really starting to freak out and I sent a text message to our boss like hey man this guy's uh, I don't know man he's, he's kind of acting weird and then he called me and said like yeah he has like paranoid delusions and you know so, so they know he's working there he's been working there for many years they just, he does a good enough job when he's in a good mood so they keep him around I don't know it's so he doesn't just go on you know 100% uh just uh, you know, like uh, was it what's it, what do you call it? Well, like welfare, yeah. so he can actually actually make a normal wage and yeah, I don't know. And he's mostly harmless, so he is harmless. He's never done anything like violent, so they they accept him. But that's 
Pimpy Bear. So uh, yeah, that's my local news. That's, that's my local news. Huh? Yeah. So local news is now personal life, is it? Yeah. <laughs> or, or yeah. Work life. Because it's not epic. It's just weird. Okay. You know. So uh, let's go into the global news. You guys are thinking locally, and we're acting globally. And the global news. I have nothing. I have nothing either. I I even managed to not watch the community update this uh, Friday actually. Oh really? Because I think uh, I watched it while while I was on the toilet. Okay, just now? No, yes, uh, <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> I watched the beginning of it and instead I skipped the weeks before. Mm-hmm. But I didn't watch the whole thing, unfortunately, because I was in the middle of something. But uh, but we, we since so we, I don't know what's going on in the community. Uh, so we have to. We mentioned Steve Hildur on our last podcast, and now he gets mentioned on this podcast. Yeah. So this will it's a good routine we're getting into now. And Steve <laughs> deserves a little bit of attention, so that's yeah. good. So that was our global news. <laughs> Other entertainment. I would like to start. I have watched on your um, recommendation. Yeah. Uh, two and a half seasons of Ozark. Yeah. How many seasons are there? Three. Uh, I don't know. No. You started. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, there's more than three. Uh, five. Okay. Yeah. How, how far have you come? Uh, middle of the third. So I watched like two and a half. Yeah. Season. <laughs> yeah, I could guess that from two and a half. I just can you give me a without spoiling too much. Can you give you something oh, yeah. happening? No, I don't know. It's a bit hard without spoiling. Oh, I'm sure. Um, I hate it when you and Lars spoil things. Yeah, exactly. Spoil like Star Wars and old <laughs> old movies I haven't, yeah, haven't I'm seen. Sorry. Okay, so let's not. But my, I just want to mention that it's uh, it's cool, and I, you know, I'm, I've been really appreciating that show. So that was a good recommendation that you made last month. It's good entertainment. Uh, it is. Yeah, it's uh, it's been solid and uh, it's exciting enough, uh, and uh, but still kind of. You get this sort of local feeling. It's cozy and exciting, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Cozy and life-threatening at the mm. same time. Yeah. It's kind of like... It, it, it's kind of... It feels a bit like Breaking Bad, mm. but it's less... And the family life is actually less annoying than Breaking Bad was. Yes, I agree. Yeah, because that was a bit strange. That yeah. baby with... Well, no one took care of the baby. In Breaking Bad? Yeah. It was just mostly lying there. <laughs> all the time just, 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 I, just prop. Re- I just remember like the wife was kind of annoying and the kid was really needy and but in <laughs> the, in Ozark it's like they all just get they can handle themselves mostly yeah, actually, yeah. so I, I like good point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so if you want to see Breaking Bad without the drama then watch Ozark <laughs> yeah and that's, that's been cool how about you any TV progress no actually Nothing. I've been working too much. Lately, oh, yeah. so I haven't seen anything. Oh, I watched a few episodes of uh, Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. Uh, started again a few week, a few days ago, and turned on. And, oh, continue to watch. And then I watched like in ten minutes, and then just this sounds weird. Okay. Then it turned out. Turned out I had watched uh, episode three of season one <laughs> oh. when I was on season five or something. Okay. But I didn't remember I watched it before, and that's so unlike me. Wow. But something was weird when I watched it, so now I have to start all over again, and my <laughs> wife was laughing. And, uh, <laughs> oh, okay, so you you were probably distracted 
the first time you watched it, so you didn't probably, really yeah, remember. Yeah. <laughs> mm, um, I played a couple of video games as well, and you, uh, one of them is um, the Banner Saga, and you played that. Too, I did right? play Banner Saga. I bought uh, the one, mm-hmm. number one, and then I tried to play number two, and it turns out my stupid computer didn't want me to. <laughs> play Banner Saga 2 which people tell me they can play on their phone yeah Jens told oh, me that oh my god I was so disappointed because I liked it you have so much trouble with your computer I remember uh, on their last podcast you said that the, your computer had basically deleted the um, yeah it took uh, away civilization, civilization so I had to install it again but I can't because there's not enough free space on it <laughs> and it's apparently not enough Free space for Banner Saga 2, which is like in <laughs> two-dimensional pictures, just moving slowly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know where to begin. Uh, Jesus. Uh, so, uh, as I said, I need another well, computer. At least we played Banner Saga 1, both of us. Yeah. Did you play the whole thing? Yeah, no, what? not the whole thing. You haven't uh, finished one? No. Oh. I got distracted with uh, this other game uh, called The Darkest Dungeon. Yeah. Uh, which Iwin recommended, and uh, Banner Saga was the least person who recommended. Yeah, it was fun, I think. And also, uh, you know, in D&D, I play this uh, Cork character, the Barbarian, mm-hmm. who likes, he likes uh, combat. Mm-hmm. And there's so much combat in Banner Saga. Yeah. Turn-wise combat. So it's like, move this guy there and hit like this. Mm-hmm. And you, when you do that, a lot of things, uh, sort of the need for combat uh, just decreased. Oh, yeah. So now I feel I can play Cork more relaxed yeah, yeah, yeah. than before because I already played all these combats playing us. So when we play... Because when yeah. we play D&D, it's like, oh, I have to get one combat in with Cork yeah. this time. We can't just all walk around, argue about what making for dinner or stuff like that. You have to kill something. Yeah, you have to kill something. Oh, okay, so you've gotten your like kill fix through the Banner Saga, actually, and the uh, cork uh, in your in our real life D and D stands for Discord and Dragons these days. Yeah, um, and that's a good thing because the last session with D and D, cork didn't kill anything, and he didn't he, mm-hmm. he didn't even dare to explore together with the rest of the guys that's in the group. True. Cork was the one who actually went to speak to people. Yeah, he sat back, yeah. spoke to people. He was a took care of the little mm-hmm. stool guy. And then he tried to fight, and then he just failed a wisdom check, and everything was. Yeah. So you are, your barbarian is very civilized, uh, or has been recently. Started started cooking. Yeah. <laughs> new life, new career. Yeah. Barbarian chef. What yeah, kind of right. meat is this? <laughs> yeah, our D and D has been good. It's been good. We played once a week now. Yeah. Thursdays has been our. Last two games, I think. Apparently. I think Thursdays are better because. Do you remember when we had that Friday game and we all just almost fell asleep while playing? Yeah, I think when we arrived in the and the, the mushroom wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was also struggling. Like, yeah. uh, uh, it's so hard. Uh, like after work week, getting one or two beers in, and you sort of you just feel like you yeah. it almost all, collapsed. Yeah. Up until now, I always wonder about Ivan. Why uh, I was on the. Uh, when the clock was 10 mm-hmm. and uh, then Ivan said oh that's it for today and mm-hmm. it's oh come on I can only lasted two more hours but uh, in that Friday session yeah. it lasted for until midnight I think yeah I think and so. that was too too much too long yeah <laughs> yeah so uh, I guess also if you if you're sleeping in the start 
then it helps. The first beer is, is almost knocks you out. And then you have to start drinking more to get over your sleepiness. Mm-hmm. And but then you reach a point when you have had too many beers and you get distracted and you start you know browsing the internet while you're playing and it's like oh it's, it's, oh, it's yeah. my turn yeah <laughs> uh, I, I never do that Ivan me, me neither <laughs> um, oh I actually finished that uh, the Black Company um, audiobook yeah the number one Black Company number one did, did so. I die in the end don't tell me because I can't spoil it so okay I can't answer that uh, no, but uh, it was really good, at least. So it was g- good enough that I actually purchased the number two and three. Ah, so uh, so they probably didn't die. Or well, uh, actually... Don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I won't tell you about actually, that. Actually, it's another group. I won't tell you about that, but uh, there is at some point in the story you actually change uh, perspectives uh, from one uh, group of characters to another. Yeah. So... But why do they change? It might be because they die. I don't know. Or it's just because they want to change around the, yeah, the, the perspective. But uh, it's been it's been a good a good listen. And I actually got. Do you remember last time I said it was a bit like uh, the 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 narration was a bit I don't know like dry or like flat. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really is a thing you get used to. And towards the end, I kind of got used to it. So um, the the struggle I had in the start with like almost it being a bit like boring or it kind of faded away actually. So in the end I was like when I pressed play and I was into the story right away and it it, it so it kind of became better actually. Where I got used to it, so it became better. I got over the hump of the of the delivery. So because uh, the narrator is really good, it's just the style is a bit special. So uh, yeah, have have you you were considering audiobooks the last time we spoke? You uh, have you gotten any further in your audiobook quest, or have you not had time? I always use a long time to get from uh, words to action. Like so the whole thing about downloading some sort of app, I don't know what's called, and it's mm. frightening me, and I have to pay for it too, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, monthly fee. Yeah, mm. so it's uh, too much right now, but uh, probably we'll have the time. You're like Gandalf. You arrive precisely when you mean to. Yeah. <laughs> you read all the grey. With fireworks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so also I bought some new board games for my summer holiday. Uh, and um, one of them is called Pandemic, and it's really yeah. good. Yeah, I have... Um... I have some colleagues actually, and I had some colleagues which tried to make make me play that, but oh, yeah. uh, we played another game instead. But uh, mm-hmm. she recommended it too. Yeah, it's uh, it's so, cool because it's and um, all the all the board games you uh, bought are yeah. absolutely classics. Yeah, and people like them. So I'm yeah, well, forward. I did kind of do like a top ten yeah. board games of twenty nineteen. Yeah. Uh, or yeah, or the newest one. So it's uh, I bought Pandemic, uh, which is a co-op. Uh, cooperative game, which yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, you don't actually, you don't go like against each other. You try to, you can communicate all you want. Yeah. It's hard enough. Like you, even if you communicate openly, it's really hard. Yeah. And we played on like the easy mode, but we still lost one game. We we won the first one, we lost the second one, and we barely won the third one. It's like the tightest win you can imagine. And we played with like with four of six. A pandemic cards or something. If you play five, it's harder, and if you play six, it's even harder. So on easy mode, it's challenging. So 
so uh, it's good. And uh, a ticket to ride expansion. We had the, yeah, the we had the, the basic one for I want to try that one. Yeah, it, it's just more like more uh, cards, you know, more more routes, different routes. Same map. Or? Same yeah. map, yeah. Mm. Uh, but there's more routes, and there's a couple of bonus um, things it adds, it's like other ways to score points. Mm. Um, so it's, it's just like to fill out the blanks really on the first. So it's just called Ticket to Ride USA nineteen ten. I think it's called. We haven't really, we haven't tried it yet, but um, it's just it adds to the normal game, and the normal game is is good. Uh, and the last game we haven't tried yet is called. Um, uh, wonders duel or something like you build like the you, you construct like the you know the seven wonders of the world like py- py- pyramids and uh, uh, large statues and uh, you, I think you kind of build a civilization against each other and that's a uh, head to head so uh, I don't know I think if, if on the cabin I guess we'll start with that and then we'll get pissed off at each other you know me and the wife because we try to sabotage each other in the Wonders Duel, and then we can finish up with a co-op game <laughs> of Pandemic, like, yeah. okay, let's play together, you know, so we can get, oh, become uh, friends again. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you don't have, yeah, I hope you, not one of you are so mad that they will try to fuck up. No, let in, the world burn! In Pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> let the virus spread. No, I don't think so. But it's really fitting the whole pandemic game in these in these times. So it's actually sold out in the in the <coughs> the, the the version that's like translated to Norwegian is sold out. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it's I bought the English version, no problem. But Did you buy it from Outland? Yeah. Because yeah. I tried to actually, I went went to Outland and looked up a couple of board games actually, mm. and everything was sold out. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I did buy it on yeah, the online shop. They probably have some sort of central storage somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, uh, people are more at home, so I guess the board game market has kind of gotten a little boom, probably. Yeah, because I think I searched for Ticket to Ride, and it was sold out. Oh, okay. Yeah, they have several kinds on, online, I think. Oh yeah, you just reminded me, I bought uh, the fourth game, and the last game that I bought was also an expansion. It's Ticket to Ride India mm. and Switzerland, which may sound strange. It's a strange combo. But the reason I bought it is that uh, we, I mean, when, when me and the wife are playing, I mean, it's only two pe- people playing, and it's uh, it's been said that Ticket to Ride, uh, depending on the version, some are better with like three or four players, mm. and some are better with just two players, and apparently the Switzerland map, the add-on, is one of the best two-player maps. Okay. I just you know spent like some time reading forums and shit, like people, uh, like rating their rate all the Ticket to Ride games. And they said, like, if you're two players, get the Switzerland map. So like, I'm buying it. Because, mm. you know, most playing two players. So that's been... Uh, it's going to be exciting to check out those those uh, games during summer. Hopefully we have time to play them all. So might might be that we just play Pandemic if we just keep, yeah. you know, loving that. So, yeah, I'm ready for summer break. Yeah, me too. I have the time. Yeah. Maybe we can play some of those games too. I just have to uh, learn them first. Get up. It's always easy. You know how you play a game. It's so if you play a game that no one has played, it's so hard to open the box. But if yeah. one pe- one guy can sort of say, "I know this game. I can show you," mm. yeah. then you can. Oh yes, please. Mm. I, I, when we, me and uh, the wife were in Denmark, we those had a they had a ticket to ride Europe. 
but they've never played it. Yeah. But then I said, we know tickets, right? Yeah. So we can show you. And then it was like, yeah. yes, we've been waiting for this moment. <laughs> <laughs> and they loved it. They thought it was awesome, but they just didn't want to read all the yeah. rules and shit. Yeah. Cool, cool. So I guess that's it for other entertainment. So let's do a quick break. And then we might be back with some 11 minute D&D. Mm, maybe even 10 or 12. Or 4 or 5. Or yeah, we'll see. Changes. The official name is 11 minutes. Yeah, yeah, so you know. Yeah. It's uh, only fitting. Yeah. <laughs> Okie doke. So it's time for that 11 minute D&D. Finally. <laughs> You've been waiting. Okay, so the, should we recap briefly? Yeah, do you want to re- You know, I will always ask uh, you to recap. <laughs> What is yeah. that? What is that? Yeah, it's because I'm usually very bad at recapping. Yeah. Because you're uh, remembering things or because you don't... Uh... No, I have this thing where I just remember like the very like big lines of a story and not the details. So if I, when I'm going to recap, let's say if, if I would ask you to recap like the last session, I usually remember like two things, mm-hmm. like where we ended up and one thing that happened. And I forgot like the eight or nine other things that happened. So, um, but uh, I can so, try to recap if you want. Yeah, I can do it for you. Okay. You, you, don't, you can't stand a chance, I think. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the most important thing, do you want uh, blue dice or the uh, pink dice? Oh. Um, you made the same choice. I can do the pink dice this time. Because you're an elf? I think I chose that last time as well. Yeah, and then I said, but you're a barbarian, so maybe you should take the blue dice, but I don't know. Yeah. No. Pink dice, yes, and you were your character, elf barbarian, elf Lundgren, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) carrying a great axe, armor class 3 in D6 D&D, 12 hit points, did I change it? 12? Wasn't it 9? Yeah, it was 9, but then I think I changed it to 12. Okay. To give you a fighting chance, because your armor class is so bad. Oh, okay. I think I changed that too, but uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, every stat is a d6, and you just roll and add your uh, modifier. I remember this. I'm yes. Not, I'm not that bad. That's good. Uh, <laughs> you arrived in uh, Shell Town. Yep. On your way there, you uh, watched as a cloaked uh, rider uh, uh, dropped something, mm-hmm. and you found a ring. Yep. And you tried to you were thinking about paying for a room at uh, one of the inns the goblin launcher mm-hmm. with that ring but then you decided against it yeah that's right uh, so you still have that ring mm. uh, also you did not manage to enter the um, uh, golden opportunity inn that's guarded right. by the minotaur holos yeah um, who refused your entry he was mm. clad in a plated golden armor Oh, yeah, uh, but the golden golden launcher, it's more like a shack, really. Yeah, I was but basically thrown towards the goblin launcher. Yeah, and you landed in the mud, and you watch, uh, you found the goblin launcher there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you entered. Yes. And uh, well, do you remember what was inside? There was some guys uh, gambling, I think. Two half orcs uh, playing cards. Yeah, and there was a um, halfling or a hobbit or something uh, sitting at the table at the 
His own table? Yeah, I was uh, drunk or asleep or dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, sitting there, he had a, a leather pouch on the table yeah. and a lot of empty tankards uh, like for drinking beer. Yeah. And the tankards are uh, strange shaped, very low and wide. Yeah. Uh, metal uh, bottom. Yeah. Strange detail. A strange detail. And there was, of course, a goblin barkeeper. Oh, yeah. It was a, that was the goblin. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and you managed to see all this, even though you had a pretty low perception roll. Mm, very good. So there might be some hidden details there. And this was where I tried to... Well, I, I ended up paying with coin for a room, right? Yeah. And this uh, guy, this uh, uh, goblin... Mm-hmm. He offered you a job because he said he had a problem in the basement. Oh, he wanted you to take care of it. was the goblin who offered me a job. Yes. Oh, I thought it was the halfling. Okay. The halfling is still alive or drunk. No, or dead. Drunk or dead or asleep. And that's pretty much where we ended, I think. When yeah. he said that he might have work for me. Yes. That's correct. Okay. Should I put the timer on to 11? Or, uh, no, <laughs> don't use the timer. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it in my head. Okay. See how close we get. Okay. Yeah. Okay, um, so I'm in the bar, and this guy's just offered me work, basically. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I answer him that I'm, I'm, I think I'm up for some work. I'm pretty low on coin, so uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I can be your mercenary. If yeah. You need if you need to. Great. I'm, I'm glad you you choose this job. Uh, you'll probably be alright. Probably. I'm, um, and then, then you see you watch over the you watch uh, towards the door. Can you roll a perception for me? Okay. Should probably be wisdom, I guess. Ooh, Ooh that's good. Five. You see actually one more person in the room, mm-hmm. and that's uh, uh, how do you say um, uh, a bouncer? A bouncer standing behind the door. Okay. Uh, it's not the most intimidating bouncer. It's uh, it's just a goblin. Yeah. But it's a bouncer apparently. A goblin bouncer. Yeah, <laughs> and he looks. Uh, does he look any larger or stronger? Than he looks strong and fit. Yes. Okay, but he's still a goblin. Yeah, and he and he looks at you too and said, "Yeah, the last the last uh, guy who went down the basement, a paladin, came back crying." <laughs> okay, well, I am a poet, elf, barbarian, and I do not cry easily. Well, the devil may cry, but I will not. Is that a poem? It might be. I'm just, you know, freestyling, basically. Yeah, I like it. Nice. I have a goblin audience. I will try to tailor my poem for goblins, apparently. (laughs) The door is right there. Okay, so uh, I still, um, like, out of character, I still don't really know how, what I'm doing, right? Mm. I've been told what I'm doing down there? No, no, you have to ask if you want to know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll. Yeah. I think I will. I think I will ask. Uh, like. Oh. Yeah. Any, can you give me any more details before I just go down into the basement? Uh, yeah. It's, it's long story short. I can't use it anymore, and I need that basement. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is something down there that seems to scare people away, and I. I haven't dared go down there myself. So you don't actually know what it is. Uh, no. Oh, but people are, have a tendency to come up, come up again screaming or crying or... Yeah, I, 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 a couple of guys was there, they were 
one was a paladin, the other was, I think, a fighter of some kind, but okay. they came back and, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe uh, the bouncer. Madgob, Madgob, do you have more news? Uh, what uh, what happened to the guy? Mm-hmm. Uh, Tell me Madgob, this is yeah, exciting. And uh, the Madgob just, well, he, I think he lost his sword or something. Crybaby, paladin, typical human. Huh. And how much did does this job pay again? Yeah, you want to stay in a room, right? Yeah. Yeah, you can stay for a week if you want. Ooh. So that's like five uh, or seven silver, if you will. Wasn't there, wasn't there one silver for a room? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, uh, if you find that the sword the paladin lost, you can take the sword, oh. of course. And uh, if okay, yeah, and you can keep. Uh, uh, everything I have of value is inside the boxes in the basement. If you find find something outside of the boxes, you can take it. Oh, really? But don't go in my boxes. I promise. Hmm. Okay. Well, this still seems a bit muddy, but uh, I will give it a shot. I'm not afraid of anything, especially in the not the dark. And it seems like. Uh, these people are have just been afraid of the dark or something since they came crying out again. Probably. Okay, I will approach the cellar door. Yeah. And uh, I will kick try. it in or open it. Regularly. I will open it normally. Yeah. It uh, it opens. I'm it's not open. a I'm not a human barbarian. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's open. Okay. I will have one peek down. Yeah. You can take a perception. Here we go. One. Oh, one. Well, it's very dark. And you, you thought you had dark vision, but apparently it doesn't do much for you. Apparently I was lied to. Yeah. No dark vision. You actually walk right into a spider web. Uh, it's not a big spider web, probably not a big spider down there, but still annoying walking into a ah, spider God web. Damn it, this yeah. is so uncool. Okay, I'll, um, I'll try to clear the spider web from my face and just keep walking down. Down the stairs? Yeah. Um, can you make a dexterity save for me? Here we go. A two. Two. Actually, you... Plus sw- one? Yeah, plus one, three, yeah. Um, that's not enough. Okay. You slip in some sort of muddy pool. You don't know what it is. Am I on Can't the... Might be blood, might be beer. On the steps? Or... On the steps, and you mm-hmm. slide down oh. all the way. It's not that far, but it, you make quite an entrance and a lot of noise entering <laughs> the basements. Make another perception. Oh, my ass. Four. Okay, that's better. You actually see a uh, uh, it's a very large basement, much larger than the go- uh, Goblin Lodge. Oh, uh, it has um, seating mm-hmm. and a fighting ring. Wow! So it's yeah, you can gather it's probably from an underground fighting. Yeah, okay. and there's some crates or boxes there, mm-hmm. uh, and you don't see, well, you actually see uh, very close to the boxes. You see a uh, something. Long, lying on the ground. A shape? Uh... Shape of a sword. Ooh. Um, and my task here is to get rid of something or someone, but I still haven't any, no clue of this uh, presence. He called it a vermin problem. Oh, okay. Hmm. Well, I'll be on the lookout for any vermin, and I can uh, might as well approach these boxes, since it's, he basically told me I could take anything lying around. So I'm thinking maybe I should have a look at this sword. Maybe it's even cooler than the one I have. Yeah. Yeah. And you walk up to the sword. Yeah. I think I will. Uh, perception. 
Lost the dice on the floor. Three. Yeah. Um, you actually see. You can choose whether to pick up the sword or not, but you actually see something moving behind the crates. Oh, uh, I but think you don't um, see what it is. I think I will uh, shout out like, uh, "Who goes there, foul vermin?" You heard this low, um, snittering sound. Ooh. Uh, and uh, out from behind the crates, a creature, sort of like a uh, mix between a beetle and a grasshopper, uh, but much larger. Maybe the size of a uh, size of a house cat. That sounds disgusting. And he has long antennas that he points towards you, mm-hmm. and he tries to uh, attack you. And you can roll for initiative. Eek. Two. Uh, he actually tries to attack you first, even though you're an elf. Um, well, an elf I might be, but this is a disgusting insect. So, what's uh, your armor class? Three. Three. Uh, he actually, well, you can take um, you can take a intelligence test actually. One. No. no. Um, <laughs> He actually uh, attacks your, um, sort of touch your uh, uh, axe okay. with the antennas. And as he does that, it turns to rust. <gasps> oh, it starts shit. starting to rust your uh, great axe. Your great axe uh, does one plus damage, mm-hmm. and that's now cancelled. It works more like a normal sword now. Yeah, because I, I don't think, I, can't, I didn't imagine having an axe. Can, can there just be a big sword instead? Yeah, sure. Like a great sword? Yeah. It now works like a small sword. sword. Yeah. How dare you? Oh, this is... Uh, has, yeah, it's I'm, your turn. I have to take revenge. This is horrible. My my, my awesome sword. Uh, I'm almost uh, like perplexed that such a little small creature could damage my property in such a way. I will never get it back. Are you mad? I... Uh, I'm mad, but also I'm like uh, I feel hopelessness mm-hmm. in that uh, metal is so temporary, and can, I, I get lost in these poetic thoughts about yeah. rust. And, and that's an interesting point of flirting, I think, for this. Uh... For my barbarian? No, for this whole setting. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I kind of uh, I think I will write a little line in my poetry book. <laughs> uh, I, with one foot, I can just hold the creature at bay. Yeah. While I, with my one... His antennas is about as long as they, they touch your knee. Oh, it's yeah. disgusting. I write, uh, I take up my book and the pen and I will write a sentence in my poetry book about the fleeting nature of metal uh, <laughs> while holding him at bay with my foot. And when I finish my sentence, I put my pen back in my pocket and my book back in my, my backpack. And then I will rage. Ooh, <laughs> that was a long turn. Uh, Poetic rage. Yeah, I think I I said something about your rage last time, but just try to see if you hit uh, the grasshopper beetle, the little rust beetle, as it seems to be. Here we go. Three. You actually hit it, so you can roll damage. Damage. Let's see. So D six. One. One. What? That's and one damage. Do I get this extra D six? Uh, yes, Raging. because you're raging. Yes. Five. Oh, that's much better. Six tall. Yes, but it's still alive. So he's try. Uh, so 
Uh, but it's very badly damaged. Oh, creature. Uh, but it's still alive and it tries to attack you one more time. Mm. It misses you. Oh, I will try to end him. It's my turn. Yeah. Five yeah, hit, hit. hit him. And damage. Four. And an extra one, right? Oh, uh, yeah. No, that's, that's enough. You smash him to pieces. Foul goo monster. Get off my boot. Ah. <sighs> Well, that didn't give me much. Is it just a pile of goo now? Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. No loot? You want to go behind them? Did it, did it, did you it, want to did, investigate? Did the beetle drop any loot? It dropped something, but... Uh... <laughs> I investigate the beetle. Yeah. One. One. Uh, the beetle did not uh, drop anything. <laughs> or it's just uh, flesh and blood. Man, what an annoying creature. Uh, the you can see the sword is uh, rusted. Mm-hmm. Of course, and probably useless, and that might be why the paladin cried. That would explain things. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. So, so that you, is, uh, you can take a, um, a perception again. Because yeah, because I'm thinking if my sword is now broken, maybe I can find this other sword that was talked about. Mm-hmm. There might be. And you said I saw the shape of a sword. Yeah, that's you? a sword. But that's the sword I was talking about. Now it's lying right next to you, and that's rusted. Oh yeah, that's okay. rested completely. Oh. So your great and uh, great long sword, mm-hmm. which is now a, um, just a normal sword, yeah. uh, is probably better. Okay, fine. Perception one. No, you don't hear anything. That's uh, fine. I this is fine. Yeah, uh, I will uh, look in these boxes. I think. Uh, you know, he said, "Don't touch my boxes." Hmm. <laughs> well, good point. Um, well, I, I will at least... You're free to do whatever you want. I think I will move them around a bit to see if yep. there are any more creatures hiding or lurking oh, in the yep. boxes. Sure. Uh, actually, as you move uh, the boxes around, mm-hmm. just you sort of find the nest of the rust beetle. Oh, God. But don't worry. There are no more rust beetles there. Oh. At least not alive. Okay. Because, Or maybe they are alive because there are two eggs there. Oh, two my God. rather large eggs. This is so so nasty. Uh, are they so big that it would be like... Um, do you know when the bug is so big that you don't feel like smashing it? Uh, yeah, you it's about one? that size, yeah. So that but, smashing it would be like too visceral. Uh, you can take <laughs> an intelligence. Here we go. At minus one. Three minus one, that's two. Yeah, it should be easy to smash them. Uh, a little voice in the back of your head said that maybe they are worth something. Hmm. Oh yeah, okay. Are they like disgusting, bloaty eggs? Or are they like hard? They just like, look like normal eggs. Oh, that sounds comfortable. I think I'll try to reach for them and grab them. Yeah, you can take them. Okay, I'll put them in my pocket. Yeah. Anything else you want to do down there? Well, I still feel like I haven't... Uh, well, I assume the the quest would be more than a single creature. So I'm thinking maybe there are more, but on the other hand, I mean, it, it was quite recently that this place was inhabited, so it might only be, have been this one single rust beetle. Yeah, you can look for more eggs, of course, or uh, more rust beetles. Well, I'm thinking if I return now, then I might get the the reward because I can prove that I killed one. Yeah. And I bring two eggs back. So, kind of, if if there are more, then it's it might not be my problem. I can still uh, get my reward and kind of be 
be done with it. Mm. So I think I will um, return up, try to return upstairs. Yeah, no, no problem. Yeah, you can take a dexterity check when you walk up the stairs. Yeah, oh, that's fine. You boom. know, you know where the wet spot is. <laughs> it's probably pee from the paladin. No uh, problem. Yeah, that's what the P stands for in paladin. <laughs> <laughs> you can't spell paladin without the P. <laughs> oh, you returned so soon. Yeah, that was no problem. Did you solve my problem? Tell I me. did. I smashed this foul, disgusting creature. Uh, it was large as a horse and uh, twice as disgusting. But did, I killed it. Did you bring it up again? No, I smashed it to small, small bits. Okay. So you cannot prove how big it was. But it's safe. It's Dalek. safe. And here are two eggs that um, you might have some interest in. What kind of uh, eggs are they? It's uh, this... Well, I don't know. I assume it's the same creature as the foul being that was downstairs. Big as a horse. Yes. <laughs> wow. When they hatch, it wow. will grow to be horse size. I'm not sure I have an interest in those uh, eggs, but uh, thank you so much for uh, removing the problem. No worries. Do you know of any other place that might, uh, I don't know, want to buy these uh, weird horse-sized insect eggs? You can try to sell them to some of the rich, uh, stupid people uh, across the street. Okay. In the Golden Opportunity Inn. Lots of suckers uh, oh, there, yeah. staying there. I know about that place. Yeah. Mm. I will. Okay. But now you're staying here, so welcome. Enjoy a free beverage and, yeah. and enjoy and do whatever you want here. Don't nice. hurt anyone. Oh, also, okay. Don't, so don't steal. I can't kill uh, anyone. That's, that, no. There's a limit to the hospitality. Right? No. Yeah. No limit except for killing, right? Apart from. Okay, good. Yeah. But I, and you, know, you, will, you will find I out. I need some limits to hold me in. If you do something wrong, you will find out, I promise. Okay. So, well, thank you. So this has been. I've now have a. I know where I'm gonna live. I have a week of free, like a free room, and so I guess I can use this as my base and uh, explore the rest of the city, perhaps. Yeah, this is probably game over. Actually, you you won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I guess you're tired now. You still ha ha didn't have that sleep you needed when you arrived in town. So. Oh God! I've, I've it's been so long. I've forgotten what yeah. it feels like. Yeah. Uh, so with that, I suggest you go to bed, and uh, next session you'll uh, will be a new day to explore. Oh yeah! Unless some of the eggs uh, eggs hatch uh, while you sleep oh, or something like that. That sounds horrible. But yeah, I think I am probably I'm sleepy, really really sleepy, and uh, I'll go hit the hit the sack. Good, and we end uh, there. Probably a lot mm -hmm. more than eleven minutes. But, uh, I think we're at like uh, eighteen minutes D and D. Oh wow! This, we should uh, shorten it. Yeah. But it was a whole encounter. Yeah, a boss fight. Yeah, that's what I would call it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. I should also give you some uh, tips now. Some meta mm -hmm. gaming tips. Okay. Um, you know, uh, you know the old computer game, the Day of the Tentacle. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the the LucasArts game. Yeah, the yeah. adventure game. I love uh, that and you know you had to solve mysteries to unlock others. Mm -hmm. So to get, this is something like that. There are okay. some things to solve here. Mm -hmm. There are sort of like, you're, it's still role playing and you can do whatever you want. Yeah. But there are some keys that triggers and uh, makes things a little bit easier. Mm, okay. Yeah. I will keep that so, in mind. So what you did now was, okay, you killed the thing, then you can sleep for free mm -hmm. but uh, there are more important things also 
Okay. I will uh, keep that in mind and mm. try not to overthink, like, what did I do wrong? No, but what, what you might think of, might <laughs> maybe what some of your, the listeners can help you with, is yeah. that uh, it might be very hard to get past this uh, Minotaur Polos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's an asshole. Yeah. I'm still thinking about that. Yeah. So, how to get my yeah, revenge. Yeah, it's all that, yeah, actually, it's not uh, it's not super obvious for me at least how to get by that guy. But hmm, there might be an underground passage, but we'll say that next time. It might be, and also the characters in the bar might be interesting. You know? Indeed, uh, and uh, also there's a temple on the top of the hill. You haven't been there yet. Really? Yeah, I even oh. made a drawing for you up there. Jeez, I'm a horrible player. Okay, but there's, there's only so much I can uh, yeah. have time for in these 11 or 18 yeah, minutes. Sure. So. And you, you already did the basement, so... <laughs> I think it's pretty good. You did one room and... We should... Can I level up now? <laughs> yeah, that's good. We really? should level you up. Are you, I, was yeah. just, I was just joking. Yeah, no, I think you should do... Your perception is really shit. Yes. At least you die, so maybe you should. You well, get an. You well, will get an inspiration for me, for me. Uh, okay. So you can re-roll a dice. You have re-roll, to write it up somewhere. Re-roll single a single dice. Yeah. And. Um, That's pretty good. Inspiration. Uh, I should have one of those pens that you can just, erase. You know. Yeah, just make a. Yeah, but take it up. Okay, I'll make a new one next. Okay, cool. Uh, I'll let you raise uh, one of your skills with one. Oh, I think I will. So, but the um, uh, I think I will remove my minus one then for intelligence. Okay. I feel like I've wisened up so much after this trip down to the basement. Yeah, and also it doesn't really fit your um, uh, book reading and poetry loving barbarian. True. Um, also, we'll give you more hit points, so you get 15. That's a nice number. I still haven't lost a single hit point. No, but you lost a great axe. Oh, yeah. That might oh, yeah. be worse for Barbarian. And that lasts forever. Fuck. <laughs> Probably and who well. knows how much a new great axe will cost? <laughs> Probably more than you have. Probably more than two eggs. Oh, man. Oh, this okay. is exciting. But I won't take, steal any more of your precious podcast time. <laughs> no. <laughs> We will end the D&D session now, because Vido is getting eager to play. I'm triggered. You I have lots of things written down. He wants to play for the entire night. But uh, we just have to stop somewhere, Vido, and you can save that energy for next time. <laughs> saving uh, it, saving it. Who said this was a Kings of War podcast? Oh. Dead Zone and D&D. That's... I haven't even mentioned it. <laughs> Games and Hobby. This is I the Kings I'd... of War segment. Oh, games and hobby. <laughs> yeah. Kind oh, of. yeah. Not. It's just. It's not... it's not exclusive to Kings of War. You can. T- but you already talked about every other game. I know. Uh, it feels yeah. a bit redundant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It should be. It should not be. It should be called Kings of War and. Kings, Kings of War. War games and hobby. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, you're right. Uh, uh, well, yeah, I, I think we're a bit all over the place this week, this month. But oh, I'm I, sorry. I have. Uh... I did my best. <laughs> No, you've been good. I've just been speaking about hobby stuff in the local news and epic moments in the local news. But I have one um, one point under games and hobby. No, I actually have three. Three points wow. under games and hobby. Yeah. My notes are extensive. 
uh, I got the hobby supplies in the mail uh, from Outland because uh, uh, in addition to those games I also bought uh, black spray paint, uh, I mean undercoat, a white undercoat and I bought like brown, 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 that's your favorite color. Brown undercoat? No. I'm actually a fan of a white undercoat. But to be fair, if I do a brush undercoat, I do brown, just like you do. Oh, okay. But if I have the spray, then I go either black or white. Hmm. Um, but I, I was out because this, I mean, I haven't been to the, to the, to the, to the shop, to these uh, hobby shops for, for months. So I was, I was out of black spray, out of white spray. I was out of like silver, bronze paint, dark brown paint, blue, yellow. I was running low on everything. So this is the first time I actually just thought I'll just try to buy all these paints on, on online, and it worked pretty pretty great. I mean, just uh, it did, to be fair, they didn't have everything. There was one or two colors that they were out of, but the most important one, uh, Agrax Earthshade, they had. You're was, one of those guys. Oh yes, yeah. I'm. Uh, <laughs> I swear to the uh, Agrax Earthshade for everything basically. Uh, so uh, I just got restocked on the, my, the, the, the colors I use the most, including the earth shade, and both spray colors. So uh, I feel like I really got... Oh, even some more PVA glue. Because I was telling you last time I was running really low. I got some more of that too. So, uh, oh, and some more, and some new, um, even some more green, like gra uh, the grass, the army painter green grass. Yeah. Got that too. So really cool. I so, bought some shit too, actually. Mm -hmm. I, oh, I have lots to tell about games and hobby. Okay. <laughs> because, did I tell you about the coffee stories uh, last time? Yes, you yeah. did. And the one use only paintbrushes. Yes, I found more coffee stories. On the street? Yeah. Some uh, <laughs> some more paintbrush arrived, I didn't remember, but now I have like 20 one use only paintbrushes. Oh, God. Uh, and, um, and, I, and I ordered something from uh, Tabletop uh, Battle uh, also. Not to wish? No. But only downsize, and I have a problem with this. First, there was some complicated order issues, which mm -hmm. I uh, lent to. I paid too much, they had to repay me, oh. stuff like that. And then I was going to uh, go to Tabletop at Laszlo, like the pickup spot, yeah. and pick it up. And when I checked their Facebook page, which I always have used in the past, mm -hmm. the last post there is, oh, we're open today, yeah. May 12th. May 12th is the last post. Oh, okay. So probably they are open other days, but they don't give information about it. Oh. So I asked one day, are you open today? Yeah. I didn't know. And they gave me a, a time I can come by, mm -hmm. but it didn't fit for me. Oh, yeah. And then now it's like, oh, every time I want to come by, I have to, I have to personal message them. To oh, ask them open. if they're open, why, why are they not a table like there used to be? Like, oh, yeah. we're open Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, from the... Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know what happened to that. So it's a little bit of a complaint there. Because I have stuff I have paid for mm -hmm. lying there, and I need to find a time to pick it up, and that's uh, difficult uh, in the... Yeah, yeah and then, uh, then I have to send them a message to ask when they are up. So you still haven't got your stuff? Oh, that's crap. And it's uh, walking down stuff, it's buildings and stuff like that. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, I, I've, I mean, they've, they've been closed. They were closed for a while. And mm. I guess they're opening, like, uh, slowly but steadily, trying to reopen. And yeah. Actually, I have a box of uh, Orc Skulks that I bought 
probably six weeks ago. That also is just lying there. Yeah. And I had just haven't had the... I don't know, I haven't... First, I didn't... I bought this more than six weeks ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. No, so, I mean, if you go there, can you tell me and you can pick up my skulls? Yeah. Because yeah. it's been paid for. Yeah, it's yeah. all paid yeah. for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I was, um, before you, you can just go to the Facebook page and it was yeah. said that oh we're op- this week these are our opening hours mm-hmm. but now it's gone so I don't know yeah it's, it's so, just the times but it's it's a bit weird maybe I don't know it's a shame really because um, first I guess in the first of the, the the epidemic you didn't want to go there but now when you first actually build up the I don't know courage to go there then they're actually closed that's pretty annoying yeah, or it's not like, oh, maybe I can think on Wednesday, oh, they are up on Friday, maybe I can drop by after work if I have the time, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. And I, Sunday, yeah. Friday, I say, oh, I don't know, are they open or not? That's, that sucks. Yeah, I guess I could. But then I'm sure, I'm sure I'll get my stuff eventually, I'm just, uh, I'm just, if that's only me, mm-hmm. not finding their opening hours, I'm sincerely wondering how many customers they have. Mm. <laughs> because <laughs> is it just me <laughs> I actually left my skulks there for so long that they actually messaged me and yeah said, that's, like, my, that's my uh, that's my strategy now yeah they're like yeah. are you gonna pick up I'm just skulls? waiting for that call now and I'm like ah, no I don't think so I'll, I'll, I'll leave them be for a while oh, well because I, you see I wanted to make those um, skulk outriders uh, did you know that orcs had this new unit which are skulks on like mounted, mounted skulks. Wow, that's uh, I don't know actually. No one's been using them, yeah. but uh, they're just a fun choice. Yeah. So I'm thinking about making mounted skulks. So, and I mean, I think they've been used. Some if you use them, you have to. I mean, you have to get a flank charge if you want to go into melee, and they're yeah. shooting. I guess they like, still have crushing. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Like mm-hmm. you, you need the double attacks with the crushing, because their shooting is kind of orcish. It's kind mm-hmm. of bad. Yeah, but. Um, I don't know. I think my next thing in hobby will be like a fun unit. So for me, I think it's perfect to if I can make a skulk outriders or skulk chariots. I think those exist too. Yeah, but aren't you tired of chariots now? <laughs> yeah, probably actually. You know, a couple of my you know those orc. Yeah, you're you're referring to my orc ships, right? Yeah. A couple of them have broken. I think I need to repair them because the wheels have fallen off the like the oh. ship. Huh. And I haven't bothered. I just, I, I'll just, just put the boat, the broken boat, on the base, and just leave the the wheels lying in the in my army bag. It's like, yeah, who cares? <laughs> they don't need wheels. They can just sail on the battlefield. Um, so you won't bring them to Reign of Kings. I don't know. I don't know what I'll bring to Reign of Kings. I might bring my toilet kit. I haven't really decided. Um. So my other hobby stuff I've already I already mentioned. I mean I mentioned my zombie regiment, my skeleton spears. That was kind of my paint output this month or last month. Um, so I guess my last point of games and hobby is that I actually played uh, a game of uh, Universal Battle on a Tuesday, and I played the Keith Conroy. Yeah, um, from from uh, I want to say the. Uh, Boston area, but um, he doesn't live near Boston. But I, I connect him to Boston since I, I camped at his house yeah. after I flew to Boston, and then I drove for an hour and a half, and then I camped at his house, and then we we drove together to uh, the US Masters, and it was cool to play him on UB, 
and uh, chat a bit and reconnect. Um, the game, as for the game, he played the herd and he pretty much smashed me um, ruthlessly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was a bit rusty uh, and uh, I don't know, I think his list was just really good. It's super fast. Um, so lots of chaff? No, it was just his whole army was faster than me so he didn't need chaff so I guess like that it was kind of lucky I guess because my my fastest speed is speed uh, speed 7 but he had speed 9 on everything Mm. Uh, so lichens lichens um, beast of nature beast of nature with fly um, and two hordes of the speed 6 spare Um, and it is a really solid list and um, we played, uh, let's see, what did we play again? Pillage, I think. Good old pillage. Standard scenario, but uh, he just smashed me. So uh, it was fun, but I lost. But I, I, I mean, I hadn't played a game since since I played Jens in the start of May, so I, I'm getting rested. But he's playing on UB and a lot because he's participating in the uh, Call to Arms, you know, the still ongoing mm-hmm. uh, international tournament. And I think it's round five or something now. So they all play like four or five games already against yeah. the top players. So yeah. Yeah. these guys, man, they're getting sharper and sharper. And I'm getting duller and duller. <laughs> so, well, at least I got a game in. Yeah, you got back on the horse. Yeah. And the whole UB thing for me is a bit hard, you know, because I think I'm, and I think we agree on this, that we so much prefer a real life game. So UB is kind of like, yeah, it's kind of a... It's much easier to cheat in the real life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true but I mean UB is kind of a letdown compared to a real game but still I mean it's also practical to play anyone on UB mm-hmm. but I mean my feelings when I go into a game are like more positive than when I have a UB game scheduled it's like it feels like a chore it's like I'm out, yeah I'm gonna play UB okay it's like I feel like I have to push myself to it. Mm. The irony is that afterwards, I'm always really happy because when you get into it, you play, then I'm always super excited like during the game and after the game, I'm super happy that I actually play the game. But before, like before I kind of press uh, you know, and log into UB, then I feel like it's a chore. So I don't know what that says. I guess it's, it's more fun than I think it will be mm. every time. But that's actually how I feel some a lot of times about Kings of War 2. Okay. You know, when I play something, I was like, oh, but I know I'm going to feel better. Yeah. But I'm not, <laughs> oh, it's a, I have to bring my models to the club and play a game. And I have to take the bus. It's sort of oh, like yeah. that. So, oh, it's a thing. Oh, and, but then it's all all good again. Yeah. yeah I know it's, this, this feeling is maybe getting a little big because uh, I haven't played in a while. Yeah. So now I start, then you start to lose grip of how much fun it really is. That's true, and that's kind of dangerous. You have to get back on the horse. Yeah. And, uh, that's yeah. kind of dangerous when you, if you just remember that it's yeah. work. Like, oh, I remember those times I had to take the bus to city center, and mm. and uh, yeah, you forget that it's actually. I mean, there's a reason why we've been playing it for all these years because it is really fun. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's. Um, the whole work around it is, of course, the scheduling and you, you come home a bit later than you yeah. normally do. Yeah. And maybe you have had a beer too much, so the next morning's a bit rough. Very standard, but uh, I guess it's a part of, the, part of the game. I think, actually, uh, speaking of Raiden Kings, I think I have my team ready already. Okay, cool. 
So it's do you have a team name? Not name, but players. Okay. The most important. Is, who who are you planning on teaming? It looks like it will be me, Magnus, and Andreas. Oh, cool! I was uh, assuming Magnus. Yeah. That's so, quite a strong team. Not counting yeah. me, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So, because I saw Andreas wrote that he had been like uh, uh, strong armed to join. Yeah, but it must that... have been Magnus. Okay, cause because because was... he was contacting both of us. I was wondering about that because yeah. I was like. Who's strong arm? Because I was like, did Henning strong arm? Because yeah. I, I I haven't Magnus seen. Magnus is before. a big guy. He <laughs> yeah. used to play uh, throw discos. Yeah, no, like you throw the <laughs> the iron ball, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's cool. I haven't really planned which team or anything, but uh, uh, it's good that some people just make teams right away, actually, and just yeah. sort of start pushing a bit for the social side. Yeah, and also good uh, to be with. Just don't, because it would have been fun to like. Okay, I can team up with maybe Fred and Jens, maybe something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's also important to try to be on team with someone new. That's true, yeah, and and not have those. So it's not same, the same clicks yeah. every time. That's true. Yeah, that's true. And also, I play with Magnus at the double, so and we won. So yeah, adding Andreas to the mix is probably not a bad idea. Uh, do you think Andreas and Magnus are looking forward to uh, having uh, Captain V-Dog uh, shout at them? And, uh... I'm not the captain now. I'll leave that to Magnus. <laughs> well. I'll just be there for fun. Right? You will tr- try to force <laughs> yourself to not uh, not uh, take charge? I'll, I'll probably have the worst... I'll probably have the worst <laughs> army. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Well, that's good. We need people to form teams and uh, get ready. Get ready for the, sh- uh, the smack talk and uh, the challenges yeah. that need to happen. Um, yeah, so, um, man, that will be sweet if that if we get that trip going. It's going to be a great return to tournament life. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, everyone's probably been missing it for a while. I was thinking about <laughs> making, um, in the Kings of Oslo uh, Facebook page, to mm-hmm. make, uh, as soon as I get my whole day... Or my vacation. Yeah. I will as do as I did last year. I think I just oh I just have a lot of spare times. Let's play and I list up uh, when I'm able to play oh, yeah, yeah. and then make people sign up for those days. Even though I'm not playing that day, so we can just keep a tab on how, when is everyone playing. Okay. So yeah. it's pretty yeah. much easier to or see if nice. oh on Monday I can see if Fred is playing Andreas or something. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Indeed. Much easier. Then maybe we will be more tempted to drop by. Yeah. Man, I haven't been to the club in so long. So, yeah. It's going to be exciting to get back. Get back on the horse. Nimble! <laughs> uh, last segment for us, I think, is Epic Moment. Do we have an Epic Moment? Thank you. Yeah. Or... <laughs> Yeah, I have, a, I have one at least. Uh, let's see, I lost my note. Um, yeah, I, I, I watched you l- lose it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. New I've changed phone and the uh, Samsung Notes apparently doesn't... No, it's called Galaxy Notes and my new phone is not a Galaxy. Ah. So, okay. But I do remember one of my epic moments. Yeah. And uh, this is... Uh, so we were at, uh, at work and we were having lunch. So we're in our lunch break, and we are sitting in a, like a big room, and maybe let's see, there are like fifteen, sixteen people 
like sitting around uh, the area, uh, kind of on the on the, on the big table, and um, you always know, like people. Are, and we were all a bit spread out because uh, they took, took these uh, virus precautions and spread all the desks a bit out. So we're, we're, it feels like a big table, but it's not actually really close. It's a bit like spread out. So there's like a half meter between each table. So it's kind of like you have to kind of raise your voice to speak to. If you if you're gonna if you want to speak to the guy like across the room you have to shout yeah. right so most uh, most often the the the, the conversations there it's not like one conversation because the room is too big so it will split up into sort of you speak to the guy next to you and there's like several conversations going on at once right but sometimes uh, a topic comes up that like everyone can like oh. That's interesting, and everyone latches on, right? Yeah. And but it's rare. It's kind of rare, and it's kind of cool when it happens. So you can have like a big conversation, um, and uh, this one one uh, happened, uh, kind of. Uh, uh, I don't know how uh, how it came to be, but I think one guy started talking about it at this point in time where maybe no one else was speaking, so everyone just heard him, mm. and then everyone latched on, and they were speaking about uh, he had watched TV and he. He watched this guy who was addicted to this, uh, um, you know, the the chocolate uh, spread that's called nougatty. Mm. Uh, it's like a classic Norwegian, like um, I think you would call it a chocolate spread. Like you, yeah. like it's nougat, yeah. basically n- nougat in sort of a half liquid form. You spread it on your bread, and it's like super good and super addictive, really. Uh, and he said, like, did you? I watched TV the other day. And uh, this guy, he's like, he, he only eats uh, nougatty for every meal, every day, all year, he only eats nougatty. And then, before anyone else replied, I was going to say, I used to do that, because <laughs> I was pretty much raised on nougatty. <laughs> Between the ages of like, I don't know, 7 to 12, or even more, I only ate nougatty for every meal on every piece of bread. Me and my brother were actually so hooked on it that my our mom had to sort of had to like uh, put the hammer down like no more nougatty and she refused to buy it and she forced it to have other like cheese and ham and uh, you know jam and uh, other things on our bread because we would just eat nougatty on our bread and, and you were twins so that would have made an even better documentary yes <laughs> probably. So I could relate. So when he said, like, oh, this guy on TV, he only ate nougatty. And I was going to say, like, hey, you know, my man. I I used to do that. But then this guy said, like, what a fucking retard. And I was like, whoa. That was very sharp. Because, you know, if you have a... If you you tell a tale of... And you say, oh, I know this guy, you know, every day he drinks, uh, like, two, three Cokes, right? Then people would be like, "That's pretty. That's probably not a good idea." You know, people would say like, "I wouldn't drink that much soda." But how how often do you hear people just sort of go angry like, "What a fucking idiot!" You know, how much would, does it take? Someone would have to say something pretty radical for you to sort of just attack like that, merciless like, yeah. "What a fucking asshole! What a fucking idiot!" But that's how people in the room responded. To this guy who Several said... people? Yes. Yeah. Two or three people. Said, yeah. What a fucking retard. And then this guy said, man, that's a fucking asshole. And I was like, 
oh my god and I almost said like that's me I'm the, my man and then I was like scared into uh, submission I was like oh my god I'm not gonna open my mouth and for some reason these guys have this sort of deep seated hatred against this man who loves to eat uh, nugatti on his bread more hatred than I ever heard them have in any conversation so your mom didn't have that hatred when you didn't eat well she yeah, I don't know was, she, was he also like that what again nugatti you fucking retard well she probably did actually but uh <laughs> But she just... So maybe it's, uh, it's you that's... <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. Oh man, it was just a... I wrote it down immediately on my cell phone, like, uh, Nugatti shame during lunch. Yeah. That they shame this man, and I basically, I'm that man, basically. You should counter with something more terrible. So I read about this guy... Yeah, uh, who used to rape, like, little cats, and, uh, and just, then it, see, it, like... You stick to eating. Oh yeah, okay. because you have this. Um, you know, have you seen the program, the special cravings program? No. People have cravings for shit. No, but like one woman can... in India eating sand, another woman eating the the inside of sofa pillows, I have and not. toilet paper <laughs> and stuff like that. People are just you should do something like I that. I should yeah, like yeah, or like, do you like pineapple on pizza? Yeah, and then see you can say the... at least I don't eat. Yeah, the inside of fucking. Yeah. Cushion pillows stuff. The worst thing is, they would probably be much more gentle. <laughs> They'd be like, well, you know, some people have special needs. Yeah, it must be a psychological But reason. Nugatti, fuck that shit! <laughs> <laughs> That's the only epic moment I recall. And uh, I had a couple more, actually. But uh, I think it's been... I already mentioned the crazy guy, and I was probably one of them. So I think we're fine. I think we're through. And uh, no epic moment from you this week, any dog? No, but uh, I, I can. I won the Cosmic Encounter, the game. Nice, nice. And uh, I think I may, I might be remembering it wrong, but as mm-hmm. I remember it, mm-hmm. it was a tie between several players, but because it's a first player to four points or five points or stuff like that. Yeah, there were several players tied, mm-hmm. and. When we get to that, when that happens in Cosmic Encounter, mm-hmm. nobody will let the last player win okay. to get the last point. Oh, that's it's all. It's always stops by itself. Okay. So if you play to five points, it will mm-hmm. always stop a lot of players at four. If you play to three points, it will always stop oh. at two. So it's mm-hmm. sort of. And then I just um, I was playing, and then there was lots of players uh, on the last point, mm-hmm. and then I just attacked the planet. Um, and uh, I just just used one ship because I figured they would just hit me back anyway. Yeah. Just one ship, and then uh, as I did that, it occurred to me that actually it's it's possible to bluff in this game because the attack cards are so high. So if I combine that with one ship, mm-hmm. that might be enough. And I had the highest attack card, which was twenty. Yeah. So I actually had like twenty one ship there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, that was all well and good and I just oh I just have to do this last attack and uh, they, they had lined up some defense and but, and then it was uh, Bjorn's turn, mm-hmm. uh, turn and he played uh, the Parasite race mm-hmm. so he could just join um, any side he wanted yeah with one ship right yeah and he just okay I join you Vidar because mm-hmm. I'm sorry for you yeah and then I um, if he had done, if I had brought him into the game too, mm-hmm. he would have won together with me. Yeah. 
when I play that 20 card. Mm -hmm. So I had to pretend, no, you don't have to do that, Bjorn. You can just, just join the others. And uh, I did some, I was, you just lose the shape over that. And mm -hmm. it, it sort of worked. So he just uh, uh, turned, just flips his shape over to the other side. Mm -hmm. And then uh, they turned their attacker, and I turned mine. Boom! <laughs> Victory! And that was an epic moment for me in, because I managed to be both strategic and uh, mind. Uh, <laughs> this sounds pretty much exactly like you playing uh, Kings and Treachery. Yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> but it was so interesting that uh, the Parasite Rise could actually help me. Because yeah, I, I, well, I, usually help. you ask for help, yeah. but uh, the Parasite Rise can just enter a side. Because that, that would have ruined it for you, right? Yeah, I didn't want any help. Mm. Because then, then people would see that I was invested. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty cool, uh, cool psychological a gaming moment. Not, uh... You're probably the first to have actually pulled it that far. Like, to downplay yourself and talk crap about yourself. No, I'm weak, I'm horrible, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want this. Yeah. Just go away. And then, <laughs> and then you won it. Which you also won. You won Uncle Scrooge. Didn't yeah, you? You said, yes. and they want cosmic encounter. Yes. How did they, did you win any in the magic did, games? Well, I played one game against uh, Jens Sunday morning. I think, I think I'm, he let me win, or I won one then. Okay. But I didn't want anything with the goblin deck. Okay. Uh, because what frustrated me was everyone else's deck seemed invinc invisible. Invincible. Invisible. Because they, they had a hand. Yeah. Because the goblin deck, you put things on the table. Yeah. It doesn't matter so much what you have in your hand. It's oh, no yeah, mystery. Yeah, yeah. It's just goblins, and they try. Oh, maybe you have that uh, lots of attacks card. Yeah. That's the only mystery. It's no mystery. It's just goblins yeah. up there, and then, and then you maybe you can attack one time. Mm. Great. And yeah, then they say, okay. oh, you can't attack me because you have to take all your cards up in your hand again. <laughs> <laughs> Fun shit. Oh yeah, like Good the luck. blue and white. And then you have to start all over again, putting goblins on the table. Yeah. And then they start all over again. And people are sending out, I have like 20 cards on my hand. I play this, boom, 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 boom. I haven't right. seen any of it before, but apparently it removes everything I have. <laughs> was, oh, well, welcome okay. to Magic the Gathering. Yeah. And it was like, because... And, I, and then they gave me another deck which was just like goblins only with big monsters. Yeah. It's the same. It's very yeah, visible. Or just, just, uh, oh, yeah. no, I have cheap monsters I can put up. Oh, cool. Cheap mm -hmm. monsters. And they can see what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. But I can't see anything what they're going to do. Yeah. Because they, oh, yeah. Well, so, that's true. They, it's usually a more like beginner friendly because it's Yeah, it's beginner friendly. To, easy to learn, easy to play. Yeah. But I don't see how the hell I can play against like the monk shit deck or some spirit death uh, thing, I don't know what it's called yeah. it's just yeah, you played, I mean, the, the blue and white colors have all have most of the tricks Yeah. you probably played like red uh, green, black, something like that Yeah. which is more like uh, punch like big creatures Yeah. yeah. but uh, it was fun to try it, at least I tried it no, I yeah, thought that's it cool uh, we'll, <laughs> see. we'll see because uh, you've been very critical about magic for a very long time <laughs> without playing yeah. any of it yeah. <laughs> just sort of uh, fucking shit no, I, um, I, I was not I was not uh, critical against it that was one of my main um, goals for the trip yeah to come with this magic oh. deck and play it with a smile yeah 
and I almost made it. I <laughs> almost made it to the yeah. end of that yeah. Yeah. without cracking your mask. <laughs> yeah, it just felt so stupid. That golden deck is. Oh yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, so we're back on the cabin trip topic there. That's fine. Uh, I think we are uh, at the the end of this episode. It's been a bit random, but that's fine. I think it was quite. Uh, yeah, it's, it's semi like it usually semi structure with uh, some space to hop in between, yeah. and uh, it's been a good evening of a uh, game. Actually, can I take up a complaint too? Sure, sure. Yeah, you you promised me another segment. I did. You promised me we should make one room for improvement segment. Uh, th- uh, oh yeah, I think it was supposed to be under epic moment kind of. No, it was also about me and you making a new Vanguard game, only for real Kings of War rules. Oh, yeah. Room okay. for improvement, because Mantic, you are a beautiful company, but I think <laughs> you messed up Vanguard a little bit. Oh, yeah. Something like that. I think Let's I make recall... a, a skirmish game for Kings of War. I think I recall that now. Did I promise that? Yeah, I think I did. You named the segment Room for Improvement. <laughs> <laughs> and you said, this can go under the Room for Improvement segment. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, do you want to save it for next time? Or do you have uh, anything now that won't spiral into a very long uh, conversation? Uh, not long, but uh, Room for Improvement. First thing, I think it should happen in a city. Like, you know, this yeah. skirmish game should happen... Not in Mordheim, mm-hmm. uh, but maybe a city. So maybe if someone knows about the city, it will fit. Uh, we don't have a birdstone to play with. We need something else, but just a f- city on the map yeah. of Mantica that can uh, host this uh, skirmish game. Yeah. I would like to know about it. Do you feel like the the the, the three by three Vanguard board is like too open, too big? With nature, like I'm just sorry, it feels almost like a King's War table with some trees and. Uh, no, I don't care about that. I'm more, I'm more, more about the rules. Uh, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to remove some tokens and simplify some rules. Yeah. And add more randomness, like the some of the Mordheim rules, like mutations. But doesn't mutations and stuff happen either before or after a game? Uh, not in my game. Oh, okay. Like they can happen during the game or after a turn. Okay. Something like that. That could be cool. Yeah. I mean, uh, I was a bit caught off guard now, but I... I, I was I, actually lying. You, We were, weren't going to make this together. You didn't commit to making that game with me, but, <laughs> but you were opening up the possibility for me to... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To have some ideas for a new game. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I actually read the Vanguard book earlier today. And it's actually quite pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was just having a, a reread. And, uh, because, but, uh, this, I mean, we, we have spoken a little bit about Vanguard before, but I've also heard other people on other podcasts kind of in the same vein as us. Like, uh, it's, it's all right, but it could have been great, sort of. And they're kind of complaining a bit about Vanguard. Um and uh, some people are reacting to the that there is too many tokens. Uh, that wasn't me. Just no, uh, not just you uh, at least. Yeah. Uh, but there's too many tokens. Uh, I don't know. To I can't recall the details, but it's a bit weird because I also heard some people say that they had people in their local area playing actually coming in and playing Vanguard. Mm-hmm. Uh, just Vanguard, not Kings of War. Yeah. Which I suppose was the theoretical hope. 
romantic that they will kind of attract people in you know and yeah and that's i don't care about vanguard as a game it might be well and good mm-hmm. but it's not a gateway to kings of war no exactly and that's uh, uh, that's the thing we we spoke about in the like right out the out the gate from vanguard we played it once and like this is a completely different game it doesn't have any natural link to kings of war um so uh, uh yeah i don't know if imagine a city game with dead zone rules yeah. or just for fantasy models with yeah, squares with, and, and with ranks and flanks and mutations every turn or experience points uh, for a turn ranks and flanks as well yeah ranks. with skirmish not models. ranks maybe but flanks <laughs> or front and rears at least mm, so if you get yeah. attacked in the rear but they have that in vanguard they have rears yeah, but some, something easy. Yeah. Just uh, yeah, just like Kings of War, only in, in skirmish. You know, I actually got this crazy idea. I was reading, a little bit uh, of triumph for treachery, yeah. Okay. I was reading the Vanguard rules, uh, and I was thinking, what if you try to play a game of Kings of War using the Vanguard rules? So instead of single models, you play with regiments. Uh. So like, now it's your turn. Okay, I'll activate uh. this regiment. And they will turn this way and charge here. And then... Don't okay, listen no, to him, Mantic. Don't listen to him. <laughs> because uh, they have this cool... You know the rule called Brace? That's a rule I would love, love to see in Kings War. Let's say if you have a unit with shields. Yeah. Uh, if you don't have anything to do. And you, you realize, oh shit, we're going to get charged by these yeah. knights over here. Yeah. I wish you could say, okay, Brace. Put a token down. Yeah. Plus one defense. Yeah. Until the next turn. Because that's the rule in Vanguard. Yeah. And then it's not like Fred making a random shit. It's actually like, well, you do, we're borrowing this rule from Vanguard mm. and bringing it over to King Sor. Mm. Right? Because that would be cool to have some... But you probably need to have a unit with, with shields. You couldn't do with a... If you had a great weapon unit, you probably could not, right? No, or probably... Or do you think every race should be able to do that? Or should uh, be some... Every, uh, well, I think almost every race, but only some units. They have to be like a shield and sword unit. Yeah. Like a base, no crushing. Yeah, shield ball, typical shield ball. Yeah, like a no, no, no plus to wound, just a, a standard... Uh, uh, I think every unit except the ones who have extra crushing, I think, should be able to do it, probably. Even spearmen? Don't they have mm, things I think so. Can yeah. it be a typical, because uh, spear- typical shield wall strategy? Yeah, it could be, but spearmen usually have shields, and they are often useless against other units that are not cavalry. Ah, true, true. Like a lycan horde. It's like, they just, yeah, we're, we have phalanx and all these rules, but they just get smashed anyway. But they should be able to sort of brace, they form tighter ranks or something, you know, like... A, really huddle up and you know, put their spears in the ground to really make like a deadly trap so uh, that would be cool so I also have been reading through the Vanguard rules looking for inspiration to I don't know use in other games or uh, stuff like that um, and I think was it Paige Neo from Singapore I think who was on Counter Charge and they asked him you know those 10 questions they usually do like if you had the one romantic night with Ronda Renton, mm. would you whisper sweetly in his ear? And he said, "Redo Vanguard." Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was good. <laughs> I was walking home and I was listening to. It. I was like, "Yeah, my man." <laughs> it's fun to ha- hear someone like agreeing with you so like, like brutally honest. <laughs> 
Okay, so we'll we'll come back to this segment, like room for improvement segment. I will make a, we'll make room for it next time. Yeah, and we need a name and city because oh, I was thinking, what if the city was the name of the game? Mm. Some just like okay. almost like Morang, but uh, yeah. V Town. Yeah, I don't think that exists in Matica. <laughs> cool. Okay, let's uh, think a bit on that. Um, I'm sure if you if you get me on this track, like. Oh, Fred, let's talk about things we could change or house rule. Then, you know, I'm an unstoppable machine. Yeah. So you have to be careful what track you push me down. Because you, it's too late to stop if, uh, if you push me down that track. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I think we're going to end today's episode. And uh, see you all next month. So I think it's goodbye from me. And me. So until next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. This was the Giant Dwarf Podcast. Feel free to join our Facebook group with the same name or follow us on Twitter at Vida Hemingby and at Fred underscore Oslo or email us at giantdwarfpodcast at gmail.com Thanks for now.